welcome to episode 24 of Kino yeah. Clash. Uh, today we'll be talking about my number 12 pick, Shin Godzilla, and Kyle's number, who gives a shit, inside. <laughs> burn, burn, <laughs> burn, five. burn. It's my five seed. You know, no need for that. Um, it's a sad one today, everybody. It's a, it's a sad recording. This is, uh, this is our last episode of the Slimer live from Siberia. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's been a, it's been a summer of poor audio quality, and we're gonna finally return to a higher product. That is until Alex starts recording in the slime pit. <laughs> 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 I've been in the slime pit. The Slimer's one who who abandoned. He's been keeping the slime pit warm. I'm keeping Alex it slimy like a here. Crab. Alex, Alex <laughs> finds out somebody left their home and he moves right on. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you know, that's sort not of, even uh, a hermit crab. That's just a hermit. But is that or is, is it a SpongeBob episode of like some creature that just eats all of like Gary's slime that he leaves behind? That's me here in the slime pit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't remember that one, but I'll go with it. No, I'm pretty sure that was probably just on like I don't know archive archive of our own, some sort of CGI thing that you were watching. I don't know. Deviant art type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's cool though, man. That's cool. I think it it may have been Tumblr. That's fair. That's fair. Pre-ban. Pre-porn ban, though. Um, Oh, what a place. What an institution. Truly the last free bastion on the internet. Um, Anyway, follow us on Tumblr. Um, Follow us on 8chan. (laughs) Yeah, that too. (laughs) Uh, Pins on Pinterest. We're going to start by talking about my pick, Shin Godzilla, directed by uh, Hideaki Anno and Shinji Higuchi. Uh, The description for this movie is quite simple, uh, but pretty much all you need. Uh, Japan is plunged into chaos when a skyscraper-sized lizard monster rises from the deep of Tokyo Bay and lays waste to Tokyo. Perfect. Perfect. That's pretty much it right there. What more could you need? Um, More googly eyes. Yeah, Yeah, more googly eyes. Who hadn't seen this movie before? I heck everyone. Me. Yeah, you were you were the only one. I was the only one who this had was, seen it. <laughs> this is my this is a pure pick from me. Um well, does anyone wanna start us off? Me, please. Go for it. Alright. Uh Ryan from Kino Clash here for the Godzilla take. Uh I, I love <laughs> Godzilla. Godzilla is a really cool big lizard who breaks stuff, and I find that really endearing. Uh, and this movie was no exception. I loved it. I thought it was so great. Um, from the character model to the acting and editing to the music choices and tasteful homage that they just kind of sprinkled in throughout, everything about it was just so up my alley. Um, I'm already in on Godzilla in the first place, so when you add all this extra love and flavor on top of it, it's just a recipe for success, and I really connected with it. And I'm glad I finally got around to seeing it. Um, oh yeah, I, I guess I'll leave it there for now. But I, I thought it was really, really great. I liked it a lot. Sweet. I'll go next. Um, I never got the Godzilla fever 
Just you take it back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that I didn't Sorry. understand it. I never, I never got bit by the bug. I, I never went back and watched the older movies. I always wanted to because I've heard, just it's it's so so much monster fun. Um, so I was going into this pretty fresh, only having seen like the American Godzilla movies. The, Boo. Movies I know, I know. <laughs> um, and honestly, it was okay. I loved all the Godzilla parts. I thought that was super fun. And like you said, the model's awesome. The evolutions were so wacky, crazy, and interesting and cool. But all the not Godzilla parts, I feel like really bogged this movie down for me. I was the first time I sat down to watch it, I actually fell asleep. And then I had to go back the next day and rewatch it. Ever all the politics, I, I I just always wanted it to get right back to all the fun Godzilla parts. And everything they did with Godzilla was super creative. Um, this movie was super... I think it was really clever in the ways that it tackled Godzilla. Like, how they planned to take him down. And I feel like all the justifications there weren't hammy. Like, they were kind of like, oh, I believe that. He's a nuclear-powered big lizard, and that's how you would take it down, naturally. Um, and, yeah, it's shot super fun. I love the editing. I love the music. Have Even though I hadn't seen the original 60s, 70s movies, I could I could feel that, like that nostalgia there with the music it felt very old-timey and and i was i was all in on that but yeah i i, I mostly liked it but i feel like every non-godzilla part just kind of took me out i was i was just waiting for the next big fire-breathing lizard part laser breathing <coughs> lizard yeah yeah he had a little fire too he had a little fire um, oh, i love that just like the the afterburner kind of <laughs> that's cool so, uh, I'm definitely the middle ground between the two. Uh, I am a Godzilla fan, but I'm not a Godzilla stan, as the uh, youths say. I, I like him in theory, but I never really get around to watching any of his movies. I haven't watched any of the American ones. Uh, I watched the uh, original one, Young, as a kid, because my dad would put up movies on Halloween, and he liked putting up Godzilla. Um, so that was fun. Uh, but yeah, uh... I thought this movie was going to be, like, animated claymation from what I'd seen from the posters, uh, and it was not. Um, however, that did not detract whatsoever. Um, and this is all to say, all this uh, pointless meandering and lead-up, I really liked it. I had a really good time with it. Um, I, I I love the Godzilla model. I looked at Ryan when we were watching it together, and it's it's fish Godzilla just coming out with them big old goofy eyes. That was awesome. <laughs> I freaking love that. Um, and I yeah, I, I'll be very curious, Brendan, what you know about how they chose to style this and like what they did because I really like I'm looking at the poster of it right now because Ryan's got the poster. It's so cool. It's like one of the coolest design things I've ever seen. Um, so that being said, yeah, love all the Godzilla parts. Um, and I really, I, I thought that this was the most interesting non-Godzilla parts of a Godzilla movie I had ever seen. Um, you know, like, because that's always the, the, you know, like how much Godzilla do you put in and things of this sort. So yeah, I really liked what they were trying to say. I thought it had a really fun first act and I really, I liked the tone shift as we got later. Um, yeah, overall, big thumbs up. Cool. Um, yeah, no, I, I really love this movie. Uh, it is such a loving, like, tribute 
to the old movies. It uses a lot of the old music, uh, a lot of the old sound effects even. Uh, I mean, even the model for Godzilla is based largely, almost completely, on the original Godzilla. Um, but most of all, I think I really like the human story, like, most of all in this. It's such a fun, like, critique of the Japanese government's response to the, uh, what, Fukushima disaster, as well as this, like, very clear criticism of Japan's relationship with the United States. It's super fun, and it's super smart, and... um and a lot of the comedy in this movie is so understated that if you're not looking for it or if you're not paying very close attention to the movie, it you don't register it as comedy. But, like, I mean, we'll get into it, but there's so much done with the editing and with um, a lot of even just, like, the, the subtitles uh, in terms of, like, who they choose to, to, to tell you the name of and everything like that and when they choose to tell you their name. Is really yeah. it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just takes you thinking a little bit harder about it uh, to to get there. But I think all of the political satire it was reminding me of stuff like Veep at times because it was so fucking biting and mean. <laughs> um, uh, and I I ultimately really like the message of like you know at at, at some point you need to just be able to cut through red tape when there's a serious disaster that's threat that's as big of a threat as Godzilla. Um, and also like the, the, uh, the first atomic breath scene uh, that, that cemented this as one of my favorite movies. It, I mean, it could have been a shit movie com- like leading up and after that, but that moment so fucking cool. I can't think Absolutely. of anything cooler. It's, awesome. it's so, so like, rad unbelievable <laughs> uh and you know there i have issues with some of the uh cgi in this i think at times it doesn't look its best but the amount of like models like small models that they used for like the houses and stuff like that ties it all together like when they're destroying a street and they built a street and they have like the buildings collapsing in on the street and you see like a wave of trash and that's all real the only thing fake is godzilla in the background it's like that looks mm-hmm. 20 times better than, you know, some shitty uh, uh, movie that did all of that in the computer. Um, so that being said, I love this movie. <laughs> I love this movie a great deal. But I want to talk first about um, the uh, Godzilla model because that's that's kind of the most – garishly different thing about this movie even though it does still harken back to the original model those first two forms insane what did you what were you guys thinking when you (laughs) saw godzilla for the first time in this movie i cackled i cackled it's it's really funny it's a hilarious scene i called it right off the bat what they were going for but that didn't hinder the experience like it, it was very clearly building up the entire time, and I, I loved that. I really liked the model. Uh, like you said, Brendan, there were moments where it didn't look great, but the thing that kind of let me forget about that, uh, for the most part, that is like a small hindrance, but in general, I love how they did it because they made it look a strange mixture of real and fake at the same time. It looked a lot like the old, like, person in a rubber suit models strangely like just how they stylized everything and textured it 
it it make it has a rubbery quality and but the way that it moves in CGI I I do buy um and it it looks really great that's one of my favorite parts like Kyle said is just the design of Godzilla when they do those close ups on his scales and everything and and they're like riveting all, or whatever the, yeah they move past each other and you see that just ominous red glow it's it's so sick and yeah even the the fish goofy eyed looking one <laughs> even that was fun he was just like sliding around on his belly <laughs> it, was, it was funny and so yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of the model even if it doesn't look perfect all the time how about you sure. alex I, any I, anything to add <laughs> yeah i i also love that fish model because of how wacky he was honestly yeah at first i cackled just seeing the big googly eyes but then because the first shot is just kind of like him in the distance kind of staring walking towards the camera in the city and it looked super creepy after like i looked at it for a second it it was very unsettling um so i just like the the different kind of feelings that that weird ass model made you feel um i I agree with ryan and how i love the design and actual look of him um for me the CGI in this movie, especially in the first half, was pretty weak. I, I don't mind the way he looked in CG, the actual model itself, but the animation looked kind of funky. The like physics simulations of him tearing down buildings looked very, like I don't know, very amateurish, as kind of insulting as that might sound. I feel like they really found their stride later on in the movie with the CGI kind of because it was a little more subdued or you definitely saw it from the from a distance as godzilla got bigger i think that worked way better in their favor but the beginning the cgi looked looked very like i don't know like a college project Um, and i think there's there's some strange justification for that because a lot of what this movie was uh uh was a criticism of of how japan handled that uh nuclear reactor and tsunami event um and you know they tried to recreate a lot of the uh, a lot of that footage in the microcosm and so they wanted godzilla to give off that same impression that like the waves flooding the streets and stuff like that had so i think that might have been sort of a concession that they made where it was like oh this is probably going to look like a little bit weird but we want it to look like a wave coming in rather than like what would realistically happen if you just had this big lizard go through um but i agree i mean there's there's definitely some parts early on where i'm i'm not loving the 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 visual effects um i i would co-sign that as well i think it gets better and better as the movie goes mm-hmm. along you're just like alex said you're a lot more close up when godzilla is smaller like the size of a two or three story building than when he's the size of a skyscraper um, yeah one detail i did really love and I don't know if it's it's true. Obviously, I didn't measure pixels on the screen or anything, but it seemed like he grew into his eyes as the movie went on. Because when they show his face later on, the eye looks exactly the same, except yeah. obviously he's, I mean, he's much I, bigger. I, I don't know if that's intentional, but I, I thought that was. Really I, cool. I feel like that has to be intentional. I didn't pick up on that's, that. Seems but like, I kind of love that. that. Yeah, that seems like a like a fair like a fair detail that they would put in. But um, yeah, that was neat. Well, and like I think my favorite part about the reveal of Godzilla is is the is the human part leading up to it where they're going you know you have the the prime minister going out and going there is no chance it's gonna surface and you see like the new shot and then you see (laughs) the guy run up on stage mr prime minister and then it cuts to his reaction shot of hearing the news that it has surfaced and he has the 
biggest dumb like yeah no it's like a what (laughs) he says it has because it's like implied he's like yeah there's it's big but there's no way it can come ashore and then as he's finishing up that speech some guy goes up it has (laughs) that part fucking kills me every time um yeah no the comedy in that first act altogether is so that's the most veep-esque part of the movie well especially like there's a once again with the editing we'll talk about i guess about the comedy now since we've segued into it um the editing in that first like act is so well done where you're having them you know go from the uh what is it the uh uh, conference room to the pm's office for no like almost no reason where they're like well should we should we call a conference to discuss this okay and then they all get up and move to the conference room (laughs) And then it keeps cutting back in between the PM's office and the conference room. And it's just implied after that point, every time they cut, they all got up and walked back. And that, like, the more they cut between it, the more I was losing my mind. Just that the idea that every time they had anything to discuss, they were like, we got to call a conference. They'd all get up and walk on over to the other room to have this conference about not like something they have no information on. Um, so stuff like that was killing me. I don't know if anyone else like picked up on on like the goofy shit. That I uh, I was pr- it took me a minute to adjust to the fast cuts, um, so I probably did not pick up on that. And I'll say it kind of turned me off at first, but by the end I was absolutely loving it. Um, you know, once I was able to adjust to the, the just the the raw speed this movie <laughs> carries itself at, yeah. And I really enjoyed that. Uh, the visual element is what really connected with me. Um, this is probably the only other issue I really have with this movie is they're doing such a great job visually presenting this idea that everybody is talking over each other. Everybody just needs an answer to get an answer to get an answer to make a decision to make a different decision. Like It's just a complete mess. And a lot of that was presented perfectly with the editing. And then there were many cases where they they'd be like, "Hey, all this red tape," and they'd they'd like go out and say it, and it's like, at that point, we really don't need it. Yeah. Like we've had this for half an hour, so I wish they would have just left that out. Because yeah, I think the the visual storytelling is super strong here. No, I agree. Uh, one, one that comes to mind is when the, it's the prime minister and he has to make a decision, and like four people tell him <laughs> a different thing he could do, and he's just like, "Do I have to decide now?" <laughs> and it's just it's so ridiculous, and it, it's really funny, and the, the humor definitely lands. Yeah, and my one of my favorite scenes of humor is uh, when we have the cameo from Hayao Miyazaki um, as one of Wait, the, oh yeah yeah Hayao Miyazaki shows up. He cameos as uh, one of the uh, biologists like university biologists um and he's sitting in that lineup and i just love how all of them are like well i'm not willing to make an official statement i have my reputation on the line (laughs) yeah (laughs) and they just walk back into the pm's office like well that was that was nothing yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i really liked that um alex did you pick up on any of the comedy i honestly no Uh, and and honestly talking to you guys i'm feeling like uh, a lot of it went over my head i i didn't get the the sense of like it was some sort of commentary on the nuclear meltdown disaster or anything like that um so i now i really want to rewatch this and pick up on that 
I, I think I was very oblivious to a lot of this. And that's probably why I didn't like the human elements because to me, was... as an ignorant first time watcher, <laughs> it just looked like boring politics. <laughs> I was I was gonna like prod you on that, but I was like, well maybe I can have maybe he'll find his way. Maybe I don't have to guide him to that path. Um but I, I was I was going to eventually bring up like, hey, like how <laughs> how much were you reading into those scenes? <laughs> or were you taking yeah, them no, completely at, at very face surface value? level? <laughs> very yeah. surface level. Um, I was telling Kyle after we watched it, a big part of Godzilla movies, at least the Japanese ones, is that it's, it's, Godzilla is always something. It's always meant to represent something. So when it came out, it was the nuclear reaction in Japan, um, just how Japan reacted to being bombed. And in this one, like Brendan said, it's very clearly a criticism of their government and when something like this happens, what that leads to. So I kind of knew that ahead of time, but... Yeah, I, w- I will say, I think the human interactions in this one are far superior to the ones in the American ones. Oh, without a doubt. What you're describing, Alex, is what I get from those, like Godzilla 2014 or whatever it was. Or Ken, boring, Wa- like, Ken Watanabe going, nature has returned to its yeah. reign. <laughs> and you're it's like, just, oh, man. It's just nothing. <laughs> like, it's really not interesting, whereas this... I got enough out of the interactions and the, the comedy of it to kind of pull me through and and i thought i was thoroughly entertained in between the godzilla parts and i love those too so i thought it balanced that really really well i feel the same way about the american godzilla movies like i'm not over here saying the american ones are better in any way i think the godzilla parts were done way better here and the human elements clearly were more clever here um I, i don't know i just always got the sense that Watching a Godzilla movie was like watching a Transformers movie where you constantly want to see the big bad monster more than you want to see any of these boring humans. Um, I think and I think that's on, to on be my fair. first viewing, I got that from this. <laughs> I think that's a fair. That's fair, a fair, kind of true. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair. That's a fair way to like approach a Godzilla movie because that's what it feels like it should be. But I and I think that that is kind of true for some of the uh, later uh, Japanese ones where it's like like king of all monsters or whatever where it's a lot of monster fighting where you're like hey i don't give a shit about you guy i want to see him fight king Ghidorah. like that's what i want um but in this in in a movie like this where it is just godzilla there's he's not fighting anybody he's just existing as a force of nature i i think that um you almost like there there is nothing more that you can do uh, besides have humans sort of suffer at the hands of him. Um, yeah. One more bit of comedy that I want to uh, touch on is the uh, insane, like, bureaucratic, like, titles that are assigned to uh, our yeah. lead. Absolutely hilarious how he constantly gets a longer and longer, like, nonsense title in the government as more people <laughs> die and he gets assigned more responsibility. <laughs> that part, like, the fact that, like, what, every, like, Every couple scenes, it would cut to him, and he'd have a new, like, stupid title. <laughs> so fucking yeah. funny. And it's that's a yeah. blink-and-you-miss-it kind of thing, too. Like, if you're not on it, you don't notice that he had – like, you don't know yeah. what, what that was that they just showed you. Um, but I love that. Um, I'm so yeah. disappointed in myself at how much just went <laughs> over my head in this movie. 
because uh, one of my criticisms was I don't need to be seeing all these words of where they are and who this person <laughs> is. And I'm like, this was all on purpose. Like, I, I just clearly, I, I, I was so oblivious to so much of this. I will say, to your credit, Alex, in some parts they would have like, like as his title grew, they'd have like a paragraph of text and also yeah. dialogue going on at the same time. So it was kind of yeah. hard to read. I think, no, it was incredibly difficult. I think it works. Yeah, it's better. hard for us non-Japanese speakers. Yeah, um, I think it works better in the in the Japanese cut because it's it also is much more stylized on the screen. I um, bet. Yeah, because it, it, it's the that. Japanese characters. Um, so that looks better and it, you know but hey we we got to deal with what we got <laughs> no um, i that's a that's a super small thing like yeah. i i was able to read into it enough to like get that they, that was supposed to be a joke kyle and i were laughing when uh his friend or whatever he's like yeah you're basically the leader of this group and he's like i'm not the leader and then it all of a sudden shows like leader of this damn <laughs> group. It's, it's it's very funny <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I, I think the reason I I kind of missed this humor with uh, with the titles and just describing every location they were in is because at some point I think I just stopped reading it because I was already at that point frustrated, like annoyed at how much wording was there. So I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not. That's not telling me anything that's going to add to the movie. So I'm just going to keep reading the subtitles. <laughs> so I think that that's. Oh, a, I'll put a, it out there part. too. Like, I mean, I I did enjoy it, but I also got tired of the joke after a while, and I stopped reading the titles after a while. Well, yeah, I don't like, think I'm you're... missing too much dialogue. Well, and I I don't know that you're like once you know that the joke is there, I don't think you need to know anything more than it got longer. You know, like I it almost doesn't matter what it says at that point. Like once the you're happy, final the final one is very funny. The final one the is final. very funny. <laughs> It's like just a paragraph. It's like the whole screen, just nonsense. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, I yeah, I think that the comedy in this movie is 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 really is really well done, um, and in this very understated way uh, that the movie gets to still be like really macabre while having some 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 decent belly laughs uh, for me at least. Um, yeah. But speaking of the macabre. I, I think that this movie does a lot with its music. Um, you know, we have uh, a lot of pilfered score from the old movies. We have some Evangelion. Ryan, I don't I know how say, you, I don't know how you yeah. felt about hearing some Evangelion pop up in this, but uh, and then we have a couple new tracks it, yeah. as well. But I, I think that they all do a really well, uh, a really good job of like creating a, a texture and a feel to the movie that Definitely. is very oppressive. Um, yeah. But I was wondering if anyone had like a standout moment with the score. I know for me, just that first time I heard the timpanies of the Evangelion theme, I got really <laughs> excited. And I think for the most part, it was tasteful, but they did use that like a ton. Like they, they did. Used it, they like after like five or six times, I was like, all right, <laughs> I think I kind of get it. Um, so that that kind of. Uh, became draining after a while but i feel like they had such a good mix of like that and songs that sounded like they'd be straight from the old movies and and new songs and everything and it was all very exciting it, it kept things going and i thought it always really represented what was going on it never felt uh, manipulative or anything like that so i i enjoyed the music selections the evangelion theme did get a little old after a while though but i still you know, love that it was there they take a break <laughs> from that theme for like a large section of the movie. So when it comes back, when they're like planning their ultimate, like stop Godzilla plan, I was like, all right, 
All right, here we go, though. <laughs> I'm, <bad>. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I, uh, there's no one moment that really stood out to me, but I do like how every, like, I think it might have just been the Godzilla fight scenes during the day. They play the, the really, like, fast-paced, upbeat, jovial music. Um, when they're like when they're just blasting him with all the artillery shells. Kyle, I think you're talking about the Evangelion score. <laughs> Is that? Yeah, the bum 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 bum. You know bum, what? I probably am. But yeah. um, well, yeah. Then it goes into Star Wars. But <laughs> no, that that with that uh, that solid like drum beat. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay, I didn't yeah, realize that's what you were talking about. Yeah. My well, I really liked it. <laughs> hey, Kyle, I, I got I got a show you should check out. Uh, <laughs> again, this this might be a product of me not having seen the older Godzilla movies, so I don't have that affiliation or that love. But I I appreciated how like old timey this music felt, and I got the sense like oh they they're definitely trying to trying to harken back to the classics. But you were saying how you felt like it really fit. I thought it felt kind of out of place because the movie looked very, very bright, very contrasty, very, very modern looking and very um, sharp. And that I feel like that didn't fit well with the kind of like dusty, old timey sounding music that we were getting with a lot of these big scenes. And so to me, it felt like kind of just more like oh hey remember these music this music from the old timey movies we we watch those movies too instead of really feeling like a cohesive unit it, it didn't really feel to me i don't i didn't really get pumped up with the music because they just felt so different the visuals with the with the music i can see that uh, to me i just always think of when they first play the like classic godzilla theme uh when he's coming out of the water for the first time as godzilla and you see his like you see him approach the uh, like the coastal town, and his tail just moves over like those small buildings, and it's massive. Oh, and man. I, I wanted to talk about how how this movie handled scale, because holy crap! I mean, they they designed every set per every shot perfectly in such a way where it just makes you feel minuscule compared to this lizard. I, I love everything they did with with the different angles they shot him at, the different distances they shot him at, kind of how, like, rule of thirdsy they kind of put him, where you see, like, this giant flat landscape, and then just over in the right corner, you see this towering monster that's just wreaking havoc. I loved everything they did. Oh, and all the, like, the handheld kind of pedestrian views of it. It was mm, well, yeah, perfectly like, done. The, the part where, like, what, you, it's, like, early on in the movie where people are evacuating out of the tunnel that Godzilla has smashed through, and it goes into, like, Cloverfield cam, I loved that part. I was like, oh, this is like a really like weird stylistic choice in a movie that's so, I don't know, straight laced in the way that it's filmed sometimes. That, but that to me always sticks out because it feels so like raw and, 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 and messy. Um, yeah. But yeah, speaking of the, of the decisions made uh, in terms of, you know, the, the, the filming of this movie, um, what was like a, what was like your favorite just shot like some something that you would be like ah if i was 14 
I make this my screensaver. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, how can you say anything else? Okay, so for me, it is the I, moment. I have a couple that aren't that. It's it's the moment like right after, where he just looks like the he Godzilla looks like the devil, just in fire, completely surrounded. That the city's destroyed. Love that shot, and then I also love obviously the final shot. That that shot's metal as hell. <laughs> Which shot? The final shot of the movie. Yeah. With all the... Okay, yeah, so me and Ryan were talking about that. I don't know if you came up with that. What What's going on there? Okay, I guess the... we'll, we'll bookmark best shot, and we'll, we'll, we'll go back to that later. So they... Uh, 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 what? Um, uh, what is this guy's name? What's the Ava guy's name? Gojira. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, the director of this movie? I'm blanking. What, what's his name? I don't, I don't remember. Gareth oh, Edwards. My. Oh my God! I have it up on Firefox. <laughs> Give me one second. Uh, Hideaki Anno. Um, so Anno has never like also dis- commonly known as Robert Rodriguez. Yes. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Anno has never like said what that was supposed to mean, but there's a lot of like theories and speculation. My impression. Wait. Uh, can, can you ha- remind me again what this final shot is? This final it's shot like is is the tail is like splitting off into like all these like little like monster skeletal bodies. It like look, looks fucked up. Um, so a lot of people speculate what that could be. Um, I think the 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 theory that I at least feel the most comfortable in is that that was the next evolution of Godzilla after being bested by like a community of things. Its next step was to create, you know, a sort of army of its own. I was thinking, because they kind of touched on how he was dropping his scales, and they were thinking, oh, that's like kind of his means of reproducing, of having more Godzillas. Yeah. Um, so I, I just took it like a means of reproduction. Like he was basically just spawning more of himself or something along those lines. Yeah. That's about all I read into it. Um, but man, that's a creepy ass fucking shot, isn't yeah, it? Is, it <laughs> just is awesome. Absolute silence. You go up that tail and it's just like, it, they're, they're crawling up to reach God or something. Just fucking biblical yeah. as all hell. And like, if you look at them, they're like, they have a super long spine with a short rib cage. And yeah, they look like, like some like, Ridley Scott shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like tree branches. Really? It's really cool. Mm. Um, if we do want to get back to favorite shots um two that i really really liked were i don't know if it was the first time or maybe it might have been later on but when there's just between two buildings four helicopters just flying straight towards them and they just frame them in such a way oh yeah and then also the blackout scene when all of tokyo just goes dark and then you just see like the outline of godzilla with like his glowing red scales oh and yeah just that's cool the too. center of the shot dark city all around him he's just a slight red glow in the middle super sick i loved it <laughs> for me a lot of the human scenes stuck out a lot more shot wise like the one that comes to mind right now is when it's the reporter and the uh government worker of some capacity and they're just sitting on the bench in that green field and they're doing the trade of information oh yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah like that was just like this is so much nicer than this needs to be right now, you know? Mm. Um, 
they did a lot of i mean again i've already i'm a sucker for a landscape and they did a lot of just two people talking and then a massive landscape and yeah like whenever it's uh the american ambassador and our protagonist talking like they almost always had a beautiful shot so yeah yeah uh, and I guess, the, does anyone else have, like, a favorite shot that they want to add in? Uh, I, one part that stuck out to me when I saw it, I was like, this is so freaking rad. It's when he's first starting up his atomic breath. It They didn't have to, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong if they did this in other movies, but this was new to me. Um, how him starting it up is, like, it was almost like starting up like a jet engine or like a rocket engine where it just all like f- like a cold start. You just see all the fire billowing out and then it just focuses up and extends and gets narrower and narrower. And then at the end, it when he's done with that, he just coughs up the fire again. Like he just felt so mechanical, but also so hellish. It was so cool to see. Well, yeah. And when it's just blasting the streets and like melting yeah. the buildings with even just the, the fire breath. The fire like, alone. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> when it um, starts whistling, like as it becomes more concentrated, I was like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that, that rocks. That's so cool. And then, oh, that scene in general was just insane because you get that, that sick ass laser and then the the bombers come in and his back lights up like a damn rave and just melts planes out of the sky. Oh my God, yeah. It was like immediately after, no wind up like the laser beam god, just all of a sudden lasers up in the sky. Mm. And I was like, okay. This uh, is yeah. awesome. <laughs> and, and the I and the that. fact that they do such a like almost nothing shot of them killing the prime minister in that. Like, oh, yeah, his helicopter did not make it. <laughs> yeah, it just got chopped in half. Or it didn't mm. even get chopped in half. It, it just, got just eviscerated. Yeah, yeah, blasted. <laughs> um, oh, man. And yeah. purple's my favorite color, so the fact that that's what it was just for that scene, just darkness and bright purple melting stuff, it was awesome. <laughs> so good. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess we'll move into, since we've already talked about the story a little bit uh, here and there, and then obviously with the ending shot, uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the all this here plot in this movie. This movie's obviously trying to say a lot and and do a lot of different things. Um, how did we feel about? Let's start with say the the plot with uh, with Japan's relationship with America and how that kind of grew throughout the movie. How did we feel about that? So that part I really liked. I thought, um, hey Kyle, I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when I when I first saw this movie, I was I I remember thinking, you know, if I ever get Kyle to watch this, I think he'll really like this. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a bit of a uh, patriot at heart, and uh, I like that America is kind of uh, cool in this movie for the most part. They're like, kind of jackasses, though. <laughs> they're cool, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we've got some, we've got some some not great parts but uh you know for the most part no i really like i i really like genuinely enjoyed when it's the japanese when they're bombing godzilla and they're like yeah go usa uh. <laughs> and it's like yeah you know what go usa we did yeah. our part i um, i uh i i really like um i really like how that relationship is is shown to be like so kind of weird and yeah and and complicated like there's so much hate but so much um i guess like mutual i don't i don't get hate as much as i get kind of like 
resentment. Yeah, resentment, but almost like a fatalistic kind of so. Like, I thought it did a really good job of showing, like, just how intertwined the U.S. Yeah. is in this country. And they're like, yeah, no, that's just how it's got to be. Well, and I thought it was really interesting how they showed the U.S.'s, res- like, approach to, to, to Godzilla as well. Because obviously the U.S., you know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie. The U.S. is responsible for Godzilla in this movie. I hate to break it to you, everyone. Okay, now that I legitimately did not catch. Okay, well then, yeah, maybe we should start by this. Did anyone, like, follow the the mystery plot in this movie? It's like the C-plot with uh, the, the doctor in the boat at the very beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. The, the doctor was yeah. investigating that because it was the dumping ground for, like, U.S. nuclear waste. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, this is probably bad <laughs> and he saw it all coming and so he, he made his i did not stuff. get that i must i must have missed a line of dialogue yeah i did not get it was u.s nuclear waste i thought it was japanese nuclear waste uh yeah no it's 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 very much intertwined with the u.s because the u.s had knowledge of godzilla um prior to obviously uh, everything going down that's why uh the u.s ambassador is like oh yeah we call it godzilla yeah um because yeah they're they're very much aware of godzilla um as 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 like this sort of um creation quote unquote of of the doctor which by the way i do think that the note that he left fucking hard as hell (laughs) do as you will as i have (laughs) or do as you like yeah i i didn't really understand the origami thing that was a little that to me. that was super hokey to me too because it didn't look like they lined up the um, yeah the like printed out like algorithm correctly for it to fold into origami. Um, it just kind of yeah, it, it was just a very small thing, but it was like yeah, like yeah, I was like, how would you even know to fold it? Like there were so many lines. <laughs> yeah, to me, I was like, I was it looked like, like they made a lot of. I wish shapes. I wish we had like I wish we had like planned. Like, you had to have known you were doing this from the start. Why couldn't the prop department, like, make lines clearer on this? Or something that made it made more sense that you would fold it like that. But, yeah, small thing happens at, like, the very end of the movie. Yeah. Ultimately not worth, like, at least to me complaining yeah. about. But. No, I, I just thought that was weird. It was like they had that, and all of a sudden they had it folded, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is what we got to do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it, it It reeked okay. of Iron Man 2, uh, him going, what if I take this and I put and I digitize it and <laughs> yeah. I blow it up really big <laughs> and now I see uh, I've created Palladium. I was thinking like Endgame where he solves time travel by just yeah yeah no warping into like thing. a Morbius strip Mobius strip. Uh, um, that uh oh, did you have something to say, Alex? No, I was I was just gonna uh, so. I, d- I did I did like the America plot, but what I liked even more than that was the uh, the nuclear discussion and just kind of the uh, you know like the the prime minister like and and just everybody's reaction of oh my god there's gonna be a third one dropped on us and even yeah, if there's no aspect. one there just the just the sheer chill of wow. Um, and yeah, and like I, I love the acting prime minister that takes over, like this like 
gentle fool of an old man who takes over because he's like the what 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 position did he have he was like the agricultural head. yeah he was the head of department of agriculture yeah like and he's just sitting there he's like my noodles have gotten soggy yeah i <laughs> knew this job would be hard soggy. <laughs> uh, that was funny but even then like the way he's having to navigate everything and he's like well i mean we we can't like refuse them at this point um uh, well i i thought that was a really genius like when they're talking and they're like listen we're at a crossroads here uh either way we're gonna need help after this so it's either we agree with everybody and get that help or we disagree still get bombed and don't get that help yeah no it was like i loved that part where it was like i mean we can't do anything we have to like the idea that at that point, like the country has to has to like become a doorstep. It, it's so sad, and everyone's face just dropping from that is super effective uh, to me, at least. And especially after the fact, when you just see the PM bowing to the French uh, ambassador who got them to delay the count, super super effective. Yeah, I I really like that that PM in general like i thought you know they kind of at first displayed him as oh he's gonna be a goofball but by the end he's like no i'm i'm a very i like and i would say that was one of the the redeeming qualities of the overarching political plot of like because you know for the most part i think they were really trying to say like hey let new ideas come in let young people come in um but i did like how they showed that well this guy did like do a pretty good job like he was able to use his wisdom successfully it reminded me a lot of uh of the hbo chernobyl series where it was like the perfect the perfect bureaucrat to come in who was like ready to hear people out and do the do things that he needed to do um yeah super uh super well sort of utilized character um for sure Uh, anything else pop out to us from the like plot of the movie? If if no one else has anything, I, I got more. Go for it. Keep going. Um, I was not a fan of the what I would consider the overarching message of well, we gotta we gotta and like I get where they're coming from, right? I'm not sitting here as a pro bureaucracy man, um, but the well we. Listen, for those of our Kino Clashers who are listening overseas, we've had four years of cutting red tape and doing fun things outside the uh, the systems in place. And I wasn't, I, I don't know, I wasn't a big fan of that. I wasn't a big fan of that message of we need, I, we need... Uh... You know what, I think that the message is, is pretty interesting in this movie because it, it, it it's a lot of like uh, chiding the like massive bureaucracy and all the red tape in the Japanese government while also showing the moments that it is incredibly effective because while like decision-making grind, like grinds to a halt most of the time in this movie, uh, the fact that their chain of command almost never breaks is really impressive. Like that they're able to maintain the government at all times, even after like, a majority of the uh, of the higher government is destroyed in a Godzilla attack. They have a PM. They have the cabinet pretty much full by the end of like a day. 
super impressive considering the like blow uh, that that they're that they're struck with, and the fact that like yeah, I mean everyone's just kind of back up and operating at, at full tilt. I, I didn't I didn't piece that together, but yeah, I do agree that was that was well represented, and I also just. I, I thought I had a really a lot of good discussions on like the nature of politics. Like I love the multiple moments in this when you know the world is literally ending and people are just sitting there like, "So what are you going to make a run for prime minister in ten years?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, super funny. <laughs> yeah, like no, 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 no. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I mean, I don't know. Depending on how this goes, maybe. You know? Yeah. But. Oh my God. Well, and like even the very end of the movie, where it's uh, it's our protagonist and the uh, uh, like ambassador, ambassador, the the senator's daughter, who's like the ambassador's hand, um, talking about politics and that final moment where he's like, "Yeah, you know, you can either shoulder responsibility or you can like shirk it off." I think I'm going to take responsibility for these things that I've, that I've done already and do so moving forward. And it's like that, I don't know. That's like a really fun sort of, I don't know, exploration of what makes a good public servant and, and in a functioning bureaucracy. Um, but yeah, there were a couple times where I was like, mm, I don't know, man. I think you should have a little bit of, you should answer to somebody. <laughs> We're going to, you know, you know what they call somebody who uh, answers to no one and only does as they please. We call that a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know, boys. I feel like you dabbled in that once and it just, <laughs> I don't know. It didn't work out too well, <laughs> but yeah. So overall, I, I liked a lot of what it said, but yeah, I think it it was just a little too gung ho about that main message, uh, and that put me off a bit. Yeah. Um, that being said, it was done incredibly well. I just didn't agree with the message. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't. You're such a patriot at heart, like you said. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, and I was gonna say that it kind of coalesces in the final like moment like the final conversation about the the doctor's letter where they're like, Oh, well maybe this is our opportunity to like stand up as, as a full grown like country uh, and make a decision for ourselves on our own behalf. Uh, and for us to do as we like rather than as we're told. Uh, and it's like it, that to me felt like the central core of the movie is that like the protagonist is a stand in for just Japan as a whole having to like build up the courage to stand on its own. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, when you give it to a person then the person, you know, you're having to question like, well, but this is just a guy. <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't be making all these decisions by himself. <laughs> but I think as like an analog for the country, I think that it works, um, especially with that final scene where it's like, no, we have to do this for our country, regardless of what other people say. And we have to take that risk. Anything else plot? This isn't like a this isn't like a thick plot, but it has a lot going on in it. Anything else? Any performances that you guys want to highlight? For the plot, I I liked their like ultimate goal of like giving him the coagulant medicine or whatever to kind of like like treating him like he's a nuclear reactor. And then just kind of like, how would you take down a nuclear reactor and put it into meltdown? 
but organically, like an organism. I thought that was kind of clever. Um, I don't know if that's kind of the go-to. That's how you take down Godzilla, but I've never seen that, and I thought it was, it was really clever. I, how they did I, that. I, I don't believe so. I don't think they've done that in another movie. I haven't yeah, seen I all 90 of them, but um, they certainly didn't do it in uh, the one directed by the Independence Day guy. So. <laughs> Did, Ro- did Roland, Roland Emmerich? Emmerich did the 90s one. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. That Matthew Broderick. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> it was really, really bad. It has a cool... Okay, it has a really cool trailer, though. I don't, do you remember the trailer for that movie? No. It's Okay, so they're in, that, they're in the Museum of Natural History. They're going on, like, a tour through it. They get to the... The T- New York or the DC one? New York one. Um, Thanks. they get to the, uh, the T-Rex like bones and the person's like, yeah, this is the biggest reptile to have ever lived. And then Godzilla's foot comes through the roof and crushes it. And it goes, Godzilla 1998. <laughs> uh, and I was like, that, that's a cool ass trailer. I, I'll see that. <laughs> um, but enough of that. Um, yeah, no, I, I think we fit everything I wanted to hit. I, yeah, I no, thought I'm everybody spent. did a good job. Like no, no like super standouts or anything with the acting, but also nothing bad by any means. Like it was so. I, I will say, I will say, it threw me for a loop when the Germans showed up. Wait, what <laughs> part did the Germans show up? Oh right, yeah. No, I wanted to add. What the what? What was that? What was that? <laughs> Parallel computing. No, yeah, no, were... I know what it was, but why? Well, because they didn't. They at that point all their data centers and stuff had been like fucked up. No, no, from... no, 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 no. I no, 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 no. I get plot wise. Why? Why have? Why you could have just said the Germans are letting us use their computers? I know. I know. It 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 threw me off too. The first one was like, how the like, how many like Ger- German speaking like Ger- German citizens are living in Japan right now that are also actors? But um, well, I'll, just like what? Why, why give that? those characters dialogue? <laughs> why? What? No, they'll steal our data. Oh no! Have faith in to your me, fellow man. To me, it, it it felt like in The Martian, uh, when they go to like China and it's like, the the U.S. are requesting to use our our rocket. Should we let them? Well, if we turn them down, they'd never know that we had the capabilities. But we should just do it, right? Because it's the right thing to do, and then they do it. That it was like the same scene to me, where it's like, did you? Is was this the only way it would play in Germany? As if you had like Germans in it. Um, but yeah, no, that's just a funny little scene <laughs> to me. Just a cute little scene. It is cute. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. Well, then um, I say we take our our our, our short break. Or wait, do we do final thoughts on this movie? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, we do final thoughts. Okay, yeah. there we go. Let's do the final thoughts. Okay. Yeah, I started off, so I'll kick in the final thoughts. I, I nothing's changed. I still really like it. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see we each got some different things out of it, and yeah, this is definitely one I'll probably buy and certainly revisit in the future. I I really really enjoyed pretty much everything about it. Just the only things that were gripes for me were the CGI in a few places. The overly broad and spelled out strokes that the the film chose to use it wasn't really ambiguous what they were trying to go for and uh, i guess i would beg to differ <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say i, well. I think I, I think alex needed more <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think alex needed a part where like 
<laughs> Alex got on screen Deadpool and said, "Hey, this is a parody. Break. I need you to re- rewind the tape to the beginning and rewatch the last fifteen minutes." I just so you know. <laughs> He needed the main character to look at the camera and go, well, that just happened. <laughs> uh, that, that, wait, yeah. no, no, that shot uh, uh, right before Godzilla destroys Tokyo, instead of um, the PM looking out uh, at the city, his back is turned and he goes, he's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's never not funny. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we digress, but yeah, that's all. I mean, I really like this movie. I'm I'm glad it was on your list because it's been on my watch list for ages. So it was nice to check that one off. Yeah, I, I loved the Godzilla parts of Godzilla, of <laughs> Godzilla, and I desperately need to rewatch this movie because <laughs> yeah, this this completely went over my head. Um, I think I would definitely, given this whole discussion, I think I would definitely, I mean, of course, I would like this movie a lot more, but I think I would like the movie a lot. I still don't think it would put it over for me in terms of, like, love. Um, oh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm, I'm going to rate it uh, as as my current viewing, not a hypothetical. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it, I, these Godzilla moments are super memorable. That's going to stick with me forever, and that's that's going to set the bar now for any king kong versus godzilla part seven that i'm ever gonna watch uh mm. yeah I, I i definitely got the most out of the godzilla parts and i wish i would have paid more attention to everything else very fair um and yeah uh short and sweet i really wish this wasn't going against one of my movies i don't mean that as uh i don't want to lose again I mean that as a, I I really like this, and you I want to vote for it. <laughs> I yeah, I would I would I would probably have voted for this against most of the movies we've watched. Uh, I really not the enjoyed green it. Mile, Obviously not the Green Mile. Um, <laughs> Maybe Snatch. No, no. But definitely uh, what Mister Magorium's Wonder Emporium. What the fuck was that movie <laughs> that you put on your list? <laughs> We don't need to do this. We just don't. We just don't. I'm I'm two and nine. I'm on the up and up. Let's let's let me be happy. There's no need to uh, punch down. Okay. Um, what do you call it? Yeah. No, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was really cool. Uh, uh, uh it dragged a hair. I think there were some parts that could have been cut, as far as I was concerned. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Good time. Godzilla, big lizard, shoots lasers. I mean, you can't get better than that. Uh, And I'll round that out with uh, I love this movie. I love talking about this movie. I'm so glad uh, two and a half people watched it. Um, And I'm looking forward to hearing from from that full third (laughs) one of these days. Um, I'm uh, curious. You said you wish you put it higher. Would you have put it higher? I probably would have. Like, I, 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 I'm not looking at my list right now, but this feels like a solid five to me. I loved this movie. A solid wa- five? Yeah, I loved this movie when I watched it, uh, uh, what, a couple days ago. Would you uh, put it above Smoke Signals? Because that's seven for you. Uh, You know what? I would put it maybe, maybe they should all be higher. Interesting. 
Interesting. All right, cool. You know, in a way, I just made a list of movies I like. After after after, like I got through the, like the first three, I was like, okay, now they're all kind. Now I'll have to figure it all out when I watch them again. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, yeah okay. Man. Well, let's uh, take our little break, and then we'll come back to uh, hopefully a mercifully s- uh, short discussion of uh, Big Burnham's Inside. <laughs> my scratchings for inside look like the joker's notes (laughs) when he's taking notes at the comedy club when we have a what is this what's happened was was ryan being a big fat meanie we're talking about my joker-esque notes for this movie (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm ready when you Alright, All and a welcome back to Kino no, Clash. I want to welcome everybody back. Welcome to the internet. I like to sing about internet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it's going to be one of those. <laughs> this to me was the equivalent of an 87 minute long uh, uh, Gal Gadot singing Imagine. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's an excellent way to put it. <laughs> Uh, hi there, Clashers. Uh, welcome to what is bound to be, I believe, the most violent uh, episode we've had. Um, we have uh, two... more than Alien. Uh, oh, oh! I think hey, this is this gonna... time. I, I this time I got Red Ryan on my side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're about to do uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. Uh, came out 2021. It's my number five seed. Uh, Kyle, I have so many questions. Kyle, I have so many questions for you. Yeah, okay. I'm, 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 I'm happy to do this. Uh, You've said so much shit on this podcast, Kyle. Like, like, we're not talking lost files. We're talking like literally. No, I'm talking about your real ass opinions about tortured artists, and I've got got so many (laughs) questions. I was thinking that that while watching this, I was like, Why does Kyle like this? This is the biggest (laughs) like self fellatio of a tortured artist. I can't believe Um, he likes this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, all right, here's the letterbox description. Uh, stuck in COVID-19 lockdown, U.S. comedian and musician Bo Burnham attempts to stay sane and happy by writing, shooting, and performing a one-man comedy special. Um, which is what it is. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I would actually like to pose a correction to that uh, description. I think it should say, I, I feel like it's like kind of being too kind calling him a U.S. musician and comedian. I believe it should be youtuber and vine star i think is is really what you should call him because that's i mean musician i don't know about that comedy all right i didn't laugh right. once so let's get into initial <laughs> thoughts motherfuckers uh yeah we can do, do this however you don't no <laughs> i can go i, I mean i'm ryan, brendan uh ryan do you want to go first or should i sure I mean, honestly, I'm not even going to be that bad about it. I just don't like this movie. I find it very annoying and <laughs> just soaking with self-pity. And I think it's boring, and it it just skims the surface of, like, 2019, 2020 Twitter in a way that I just don't find funny. That's what it ultimately comes down to. I don't find it funny. I don't find it clever. I don't think it has anything to say that hasn't been said in a, in a twit longer. And <laughs> it, it just does not speak to me. Um, I think it's shot really well. 
I like seeing Bo Burnham transition into more of a director. Um, I think this movie kind of shows his eye for that sort of thing. I liked Eighth Grade was good. I thought that was a fine movie. Um, but this is just it. I, it's it's not something that I connect to or find funny, and so that's all I feel people really get out of it is they connect to it and they find it funny. And so if you don't have that, which I don't, it's rather unenjoyable. And yeah, I, I like I said, I just I don't really enjoy this movie. Yeah, I'll I'll second that hard. This movie is the most pathetic piece of shit i've ever seen <laughs> this this movie like this movie, i so i got home from work and i was like man it was a rough day i'm gonna put on this is a comedy why special. must you do this why must you do the the cards are already stocked special, against Kyle. me <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, it's a comedy special i watch comedy specials when i have bad days to feel to laugh and to feel better listen to me I watched the movie all the way through the like I had I had at at most I would say generously I'd seen clips of it because I was just watching like the songs. Oh, you had never seen it. I I, I watched it as songs because I was like, eh, that's all he is um, <laughs> sitting down for 87 minutes. This is like the so if Dave Chappelle's recent comedy specials are on one end of a spectrum this is on the opposite end where it's not it's not dave Chappelle going kevin hart wanted to host the oscars and they took it away from him and like telling probably the funniest joke of his career unintentionally this is someone like having a pity party for themselves and going isn't it funny how i'm like this yeah, and like it's like fuck. <laughs> it's the same joke over and over again. I hated it every single time. <laughs> the songs are fine in a vacuum, but in like a narrative context, I was like, this is like the shittiest version of Flight of the Concords you could possibly get. It is. It lacks any substance other than the substance. It's trying to beat you over the head with it is so unsubtle so garish and 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 disgusting and the way it handles its themes it is pathetic i was like this is i i hate this and i was like i hate this is the this is one of the few movies that i've seen and i've gone i don't think i will ever have anything to do with watching or supporting a, a, a piece of media by this person in any degree. If I hear he's a producer on something, I'm going to avoid it. This was so <laughs> fucking bad to me. I, it yeah. made a bad wow. day way so much worse. This was the longest 87 minutes of my life. I cannot describe to you how much I Why hated this Why must you this do this experience. to me? Why must you? <laughs> don't, don't stop watching. Brendan, Brendan, this is like my 11th movie in. Stop watching my movies when you're in a bad mood. They're listen, not going to make you feel better. They listen, never will. I heard this was a comedy special. I, I want to point out that when this came out and I heard a lot of people raving about it, I went into it super excited and I left in a pit 
I was just like that. I, yeah, I think I texted you. I asked my reaction was much more like Brendan's the first time. At least I knew what I was getting into. I was mostly just bored and annoyed this time around. I didn't. I didn't hate <laughs> myself in the in the movie. But I, no, I mean, I went into it with excellent spirits then, and I got the same exact response. So I don't think it's any fault of Brendan. It's no maddening. It. it is a maddening. This is like <laughs> this is like the Joker. It's it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why you would make this. Yeah, no, that's this I'm is dying a, this to... is a this is a video that just says, "Hey, if you see me on the street, could you just give me a wedgie? I'm a I'm just a <laughs> fuck up. I'm I'm worth shit. I'm worth nothing." No, I'm I've never really talked to anybody. Like I know people who like it, but it's always surrounding the song. So I'm I'm really curious why this song, connects with you so much songs Kyle, are shit as a, as a package uh, i i agree i hate the songs but i'm uh, dying to know i well, mean yeah i guess alex first let's but uh I, I i i'm waiting to hear some reason why i should care i know this. i need i need I, I, <laughs> kyle you don't understand i i i spent an hour on letterbox reading reviews kyle i couldn't understand it kyle oh, I, 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 thing, I can't dude. figure it out <laughs> uh i'll let my i'll let my co-conspirator go first <laughs> Yeah, um, I have a slightly different opinion to you too. I absolutely love every single thing about oh this movie. Oh my god! It <laughs> Put is him on a truly, list. <laughs> it's truly one of the greatest things I've ever watched. Most well put together, eighty-seven minutes I've ever seen. I man, it is mind-boggling that. I, I can see disliking it, but mind-boggling that you hate everything about this, Brendan. I, I just, I can't even begin to agree with you on any of that. I, part of my love for this movie, I'll be honest, is my super admiration for Bo Burnham. Um, Kyle got me into him in college. I, I'd heard of him. I've seen like some YouTube songs, or whatever. But when I watched his first two comedy specials on Netflix, um. I, I just grew to admire the guy so much, and I realized just how much talent this guy has in in his vision for everything. You know, not all his jokes land. I don't think he's, by far, he's not the funniest comedian. Um, but I appreciate his jokes when they're clever. I appreciate his vision for constructing a show, a comedy show. His, I mean, and he's just a very talented musician, in my opinion. I, I think all his songs are, are creative. They're... I mean, they're catchy. I, I would never say there was a bad song. Um, and and obviously, his construction of a show in in the lighting, in the in the um, uh, what's the theatrical term for blocking for in blocking in everything in in just constructing an experience on his shows. And this movie just brought everything up to level ten in all aspects. I, I'm just watching this, going, how can someone be? so incredibly talented at so many things um and and yeah you you took it as this is a pity party give me a wedgie oh boohoo my life sucks um when i first watched this movie i i watched it by myself in the dark kyle had just said hey i need you to put everything you're doing down and watch inside i need to talk to you about it and i and this was probably a day or two after it come out. So I hadn't heard any buzz. I hadn't heard anything about it. And so I went into it expecting a comedy. I'm like, oh, you know, I know he went to retirement. This is cool. Like, he's coming back. All right, I'm excited for this. 
And when it ended, I just kind of took my earbuds out and I just sort of sat there in silence and just contemplated. And it, it was one of the most emotional experiences I've ever had watching anything, truly. it I've never felt the way I felt when I first watched it. And honestly, after watching it again, this is my fifth time watching it. When, when this first came out, I went crazy. I showed it to everybody and I couldn't help but watch it myself. But it's been many months since I've watched it last and I I think I loved it more this fifth time than I did the first time um <laughs> you're I, out of your I, of course I want to go more in depth on why I love it in this discussion but yeah I I well this is I gave I'm it glad five this stars on Letterboxd thing like because I, I I don't think we could be more polarly opposite. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I, mean, I, I don't know. I knew I, this was gonna yeah. be. How I gave it, was. it a one star, and that was me. Like I don't know how to rate something zero. Like it fucking sucks. <laughs> can you give it half a star? You can't. No, because then that adds half stars to my rating. I'm like I'm I'm beyond that. I go all in and nothing. <laughs> Fuck oh, a God. half star. Uh um, yeah, no, I oh, yeah, I said my piece. No, no, I, I, I'm done. I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to get into the arena right. with you guys. I, uh, yeah, I, I knew this was gonna be how this one was gonna go down because I knew Alex cares about this uh, as much as I do. Um, I knew Ryan wasn't a fan. Brendan, I didn't know you were as negative on this, but I also didn't know you'd never seen it. Um, so it, well, I thought, I thought, like, well, <laughs> I was like, hey. I saw, I saw, like, I thought most of the music, and I was like, it's fine. Whatever, whatever ties it together must be fine, too. I, Kyle, this is the most I've ever turned on, like, my, like, remote to check the timestamp of, of anything I've ever watched. It was, I was constantly checking what, we'll, <laughs> like, we'll how much was left. It. We'll get into it. Um... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and go. So, uh, yeah, I have been a huge fan of Bo Burnham since his second special came out, uh, Make Happy, in 2014, I think. I've uh, been following him since. Uh, and then, yeah, it was, it was from 2014 to 2021, uh, he had put out nothing. Um, and the understanding was that he had gone into retirement, uh, we get the trailer dropped for this and it's like, Oh wow, this is really cool. Um, and I'd seen eighth grade. So I, and I'd seen some of his, uh, you know, other, uh, products he'd put out and I, you know, huge. Again, I, I agreed with Alex before this. I thought he was one of the most talented individuals alive. Um, and then, yeah, this came out, um, and was, I, I had only seen one thing, uh, before I watched it and it was a Reddit post and it was like, uh, it was just a little mean, but it was like the first 20 minutes of Inside, smiley face, the uh, the the last other part of Inside, and then it was just like the dead face meme. Um, and I was like, <laughs> all right, that's interesting. And uh, yeah, no, it, it caught me off guard, to say the least. Um, and after I finished it, uh, I said, I think that might be one of the greatest pieces of art I have ever seen. And I told Alex and others to watch it as soon as they could. Um, and then, yeah, me and Alex, uh, had been, uh, talking about it for a minute since. Uh, I've seen it maybe four times now. Uh, similarly, I took about a year off. Um, and, well, we started the pod and, you know, I have, uh, principles and didn't watch movies. 
uh, until they've been rolled, and I think that was the right choice. But, yeah, I guess to get into it... Um, well, so wait, how was your... How was this yeah, fourth or fifth that's what I was. That's what I was... It, it, uh, it, it, it is just as good as the first time I saw it. It's changed, um, because it's not right out of the pandemic anymore. Um, but basically every single thing Alex said... I, I think the biggest thing is... Um, that I can see the big difference being... And, again, I figure this is going to be a point of discussion for us, should this even be on a movie podcast list. Um, I th- I think this is wholeheartedly a movie. Like, at the end of the day... I will I second think... that. Okay. Okay. Thanks. This is a bad movie. It, it, All right. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, I, it's a movie. You can watch it. You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. Um, but, yeah, I... I I think uh, there is there is a narrative. I think our character arcs. Um, yeah, <laughs> from no, bad I, to worse. <laughs> listen, we'll get into it. Um, it's my initial thoughts. This is my time at the podium, sir. Stop setting um, me up, then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I what I get out of this, I, I agree with. Uh, Ryan, I, now, for the most part, I do get laughs out of this. None of them stick with me. Like, I can't I can't really recall that many a joke right now. Um, and the humor for this is the icing for me, more than anything. Um, I, It's just, it's the craft that does it for me. And the, I like, we can get into it. Listen, I don't even know if I'm going to know the answer for you guys. I like the messages. I like what he's trying to say. Uh, <laughs> to a tremendous degree, I, I like truly like it. It resonates with what me heavily. Kyle, what the um, hell? I listen. I don't know either. We'll get into it. Um, and then yeah, I think uh, I, I get. I, I really, you know, I could just read through my list, so I won't. But yeah, I, I think everything in this is perfect. Um, to a the the fullest degree, I could say that. So that being said. Where do we want to begin? Okay, um, I don't want to. Literally, I, I there's so much I want to complain about regarding this movie. The first thing I want to do, though, not a complaint. Kyle, I need you. I need you to do some soul searching right now. Tell me how you like this. Let's movie. do it. Because from what you've said, you can't stand a fucking pity party musician waxing poetic about how their life sucks. And Kyle, that was all 87 minutes. That was so every eight. That, that was every this is where I will disagree movie. with you. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I don't. I don't I, take that from. I'm this confused at, at this all. too. The only, the only difference is he's a millionaire. <laughs> like, truly, no. I, I uh, which makes well, me care even less. Let me, let me, let me get right down to it. Right, uh, I support the rich. At the end of the day, <laughs> hey, no. We, we um, knew that from the Aviator, I, Kyle. We knew that from the Aviator. <laughs> I, uh, I, I disagree. I don't think this is a, a pity party whatsoever. How? It's him. He's literally saying, "I'm so fucked up." I, I I'm trapped in this I'm trapped in this room I'm not really trapped in I'm trapped in this room artistically speaking look at me look at me I make a joke and then I say isn't the well, joke so stupid all... but then I say isn't yeah. that a joke all right all right let's 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 be fair here please I I would like it to not be violent let me reframe let me reframe it nicely let me reframe it nicely okay 
so much of this movie is him complaining about himself. How is it not a pity party? Okay. That I can agree with more, and I will go into why I don't think that's a pity party. Okay. Um, but I'll say what I get the most out of with each of, uh, or everything he's done, um, and then, which I think is maximized in this is, uh, I think he has a fascinating dialogue about performance and creation, um, and what it is to be a performer and just what that means. And I, I take it not as a pity party, um, but on the, on the vein you're hitting, which I don't even think is the main vein of this. Uh, I take it more of a, I hate myself for this that I do. Um, and he's talked about this in a lot of other, you, he's talked about it in a lot of other ways, uh, and how he is making all this money by capitalizing on a base human instinct and he's not adding anything to the world. Um, and I, I like that dialogue. I like that question. Um, I don't take that as a pity party. I take that as self-reflection. <laughs> I think that's just, the, but, but it's framed in a way that like he's filming himself being sad that's like when kevin smith was like i just saw the last I just, I just saw the last um stan lee cameo in a marvel movie here's me crying like it's a pity party like you're filming yourself sad to sell to someone i don't know how that's not a pity party you're literally throwing a party for you i, I wouldn't pity. i wouldn't say he's filming himself sad i'd he's, say he's filming he's crying himself in it he's, he's yeah. going oh. okay listen listen Discussion, Brendan. We're going to need to go one at a time. Okay, yeah, but you can't say he's not filming himself sad when he's literally No, I'm going to use a different crying. word. I'm going to use disgruntled and or upset. Um, oh, which, boo. No, no, there is a clear... Sad is, sad is, you know, oh, woe is me. I think, again, I think this is a I hate myself, um, which is a completely different emotion. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I I just think of like when he's laying on the floor under a blanket and he's like, oh, this yeah. is this is bad. <laughs> Literally that. And then he, he how can I he be how? sad when he says I'm horny? That's not what a sad. So. Oh, I hate say. it. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the thing. Everything that he tries to say and make a point out of, he just undercuts with a really stupid joke. Like every single time. Yeah, that's the thing that's so infuriating is that he makes a point, he undercuts it, and then he makes a joke about how, like, oh, wow, I guess that wasn't really anything, huh? And it's like, yeah. I'm going to fucking find it you. It happens so many times, too. That was everything. Everything in this movie was that. I don't, I, I, I don't think I would agree that it's every single time. Not I mean, every it, Yeah. If it happens three or more times, though, it's like the it same It feels joke like everything. It, that's why it felt so long to me. It just felt like a constant recycling of the same. I, I'm going to call it a pity party. I co-sign that. I just think it's it's just a guy feeling sorry for himself. And you can call that him hating himself. I don't see how that's a huge leap in difference. That, not, it's like, <laughs> I think that's close enough to I guess for me, for me this difference here is a pity party. I, I think what he is saying is I don't deserve this. And a pity party to me is I deserve more. Um, I see. I see that as a fundamental difference. I, I, but the, but you're but you're saying that because 
he's able to say I don't deserve this because he ha- because he has everything. So you're saying the difference between like a, an inside Lewin Davis is that this is a this is someone who's struggling and wishes they had more success, and you're like I relate better to someone who has achieved success and is like I don't deserve this. Um, legitimately, yes. That's. <laughs> No, I mean, I, 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 I guess we got to the bottom of it. I guess that's good. I, I, yeah, no, I, right. I, I listen. This is something I've personally reflected on to a degree. I, I'm in a very fortunate spot in life. I'm lucky. That's it. So yeah, when it's someone saying, "Hey, I have all this shit. I don't really deserve it." Yeah, that that hits a chord with me. Um, yeah, no. So I, if that if that's the if that's the key difference here, then maybe that's it. But yeah, no, I. Uh, I just, I just I d- found, I found that to be like infuriating. I don't see it as well as me. Yeah. Again, I, 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 I don't know. I, I feel like what I'm hearing, and this is a common complaint I've seen with it is like, oh, it's, it's this fucking you know super rich guy, and he's like, oh god, I'm, I'm sad, and th- that kind of shit I hate with a passion, and I, I don't know. I don't see it that way. I see again. I see it as the I, inverse of that. For of, for me, it's just the fact that he's constantly complaining about the situation he's in, which he's willingly put himself in. Like that was really fucking me up. Where he's like, I can't. Leave what do you here. mean? Like when he's when he's complaining about like or not complaining, but like when he's talking about how how he's like, I, I need to finish to the special. I need to finish the special. I can't leave until I finish the special. And I'm like. I know you leave this fucking room. I know you have a fucking house out there. You got you got to be fucking kidding me. I'm going to lose so, my mind. Again, You're living uh, with your is... girlfriend. I know you leave here and talk to someone. Do we <laughs> do we want to continue on our last train of thought or do we did it, Alex did you have anything you wanted yeah, to I, add? Actually, um, yeah, we kind of trampled over. I, I was going to derail it and and talk about what I love about this movie, but I want to I want to go down this path first. Okay, yeah, because this is this is another thing that I've I've talked with a lot of people about. Um, I I'm I'm at least how I take it after watching it this amount of times now. I think everything, or let me let me rephrase this. It's not like a well, guys. I think everything's performed. Um, I I I don't think that there's anything candid in this. Um, you know, like the. The shots when he's like working on things. Oh, obviously uh, not. Or when he, yeah. But I, I, a lot of people that rubs them the wrong way. Um, kind of what you were just saying, Brennan, of like, oh, I'm I'm stuck in this room, you know, yada yada yada, and you're saying like, no, I know, I know you have a very nice life. Fuck off. And my thought on it is everything is performed, but. I don't think that makes any of it disgenuine. Um, like, again, the the thing on, you know, oh, I'm I, I I'm not gonna leave until I finish it. Yeah, he's obviously leaving and stuff. But again, I I like that discussion of what it is to create something, and the the nature of creation and like the I'm I'm fighting with myself and things of this sort. So yeah, like. I, I, if you take it the way you take it, then yeah, I would feel similarly. I'd be like, fuck off. Yeah. Again, I've shown this in myself. I, I, I completely agree. This is out of character for me. But I, I, <laughs> I like this more as a philosophical piece and just talking about, you know, hey, this is, this is what it is to try and hone this craft. But like, I don't know, Kyle. 
it's a philosophical piece in the same way Teletubbies is a philosophical piece. Like it's oh my it, god, <laughs> it's so obvious, it's so blatant that like there's. But so it's many... not. Here, here's the thing with me. It's not trying to be subtle. Clearly, it's not trying to be subtle with a song talking about do. You, uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting the lyrics to Internet, but everything. You would me? you? No, do you? That's because <laughs> that um, was a song on there. <laughs> about wanting everything all the time like that's what the internet represents and watching porn and oh look these harry potter characters fucking um he's not going for subtlety whatsoever and he totally leans into that and is not trying to market that in any way other than yeah here are my thoughts on everything when i first watched this and i talked to kyle about it okay well first i want to talk about um the quote-unquote performance of it all um when I first watched it, it was real to me. Uh, I, To me, I experienced it as this is footage that he recorded of him living his life and struggling. The first thing I did after watching this is I looked up, I, I, I went on the internet expecting to see headlines of him having killed himself. No joke. I, I looked up Bo Burnham's suicide um, because it, it was that real to me. It had that impact to me. After rewatching it, I caught on more of like, okay, some of this may be a little more exaggerated. Some of this may be played more for emotion to to really drive that feeling in the audience. And especially now after watching the outtakes that he released recently, um, some of it definitely was him, you know, doing it for the movie that is inside as opposed to it being a sort of <laughs> fly-on-the-wall documentary of him experiencing COVID-19 lockdown, right? Um, that doesn't diminish any impact for me i can't fully explain why but to me either i I can i can easily switch between this is really the struggle that he went through and that has the emotional impact it has on me as well as this is just a super raw just brain dump stream of consciousness expression of what true depression and helplessness looks like in a time when so many people felt helpless and desperate i think it is very much a product of its time i don't know how well it's going to hold up to the mass audience in 10 years when covid 19 it's all references to shit like how do you even go back to that i i like right it it, it's for sure i don't think i can time but um but being in that time, especially watch, watching it when it came out, when we were all experiencing the same thing he was experiencing. Obviously, not we the were. emotional extent that he was. I'm talking about lockdown. Um, well, and and, and another lockdown. part of this is that... What? A lot of people had to go to work. <laughs> like <laughs> I know, but especially my family, we took lockdown seriously where we... Like he says in the movie, where when you go out into the real world, you suit up, grab what you need, and come back to the more real digital world. My family wasn't the digital world, but we we took it seriously. For me, this was a very real. Uh, this was this is how I experienced lockdown. I we did every precaution and um, truly did quarantine for longer than anybody else did, and so maybe that definitely has an aspect, an impact to me why I resonate with this movie more. Now, speaking of resonation, I will openly admit that I am super fortunate in life and super privileged in life to where I can admit I don't struggle with these emotions. I, I'm i very fortunate to not really have ever gone through 
much depression in my life. Obviously, everyone has moments of anxiety, but um, I don't. But I have seen, well, you know, <laughs> different strokes, different folk. Um, I have seen enough of this in other people that I really care about that. That definitely elevated it for me because it made it more real and it made me, it helped me definitely to understand these emotions and these topics much better. I will never admit that I understand it, but it helps me, you know, to finally kind of visualize and really see that life. I was going to say, you should definitely, you should definitely not pitch to someone Hey, I understand your depression. I saw inside that. Exactly. That would be crazy. No, but it helped me. the 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 feeling I felt watching this movie helped me instill like, wow, I feel helpless after watching this. I feel like the world is just like crushing down on me. It it helped me start to feel those emotions, um, and 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 that, and and furthermore, after my uh, three page dissertation, um. I, I've shown this movie to so many people. It hasn't hit on everyone. There's there, there's been people I've shown it to who liked it, right? Who didn't get the same emotions that I got, and maybe didn't fully understand other parts or didn't interpret them the same way I did. I've also shown it to some people who told me they broke down crying during parts of it, and to me, that's a very sort of beautiful thing for, you know, say what you will about your own emotions and and or sorry your own um feelings on on how we went about kind of banging you over the head with certain topics and oh yeah we all understand the internet's bad for you social media sucks but not everyone has those sorts of conversations not everyone is surrounded by friends who are like yeah i don't have facebook because they're just trying to brainwash me you know and and for that to have that sort of impact on so many people to me really was like it doesn't really matter what I think about this movie, I appreciate what this movie can do for others and has done for others. And it just elevates my appreciation for the guy, for the movie, for everything. I just, I, I really, I, I can't relate the experience I had watching this movie and just the time frame that it came out in and the and the sort of things I was doing and showing people and the excitement I had and also just like, curiosity at this movie it it, it really was just like a, a, a moment in my life and and it it's always going to resonate with me and have just like a big i'm always going to have memories good and bad of this movie and it, it was just such a full body experience um watching this for the first time and on this rewatch i told myself i was playing video games i was like oh i should watch um the last podcast movie for this recording and i was like no i'm gonna wait till the night time so it can be dark I can turn all the lights off and watch this by myself, kind of recreating that first time I watched it. And it, and it, it brought me right back to that moment. Um, and it, 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 it kind of sucks to hear how you watched it, Brendan, and that you had a shitty day and you're just kind of like, oh, this is, it almost felt like an obligation because I think that did do a bit of a disservice. I don't think it would have changed your mind. I'll be I honest. didn't. Uh, no, I, I didn't feel this. I was excited. I was like, this is a comedy special. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, excited. I was thing. like, I'm excited. I'm ready to have a good time. <laughs> to finish what I was saying about watching in the dark, it, it it just brought me right back to that time, and and I felt those same emotional beats I had the first time I watched it. Um, this movie does not drag at all for me. I could have watched this a three hour cut of this, 
um, which kind of was what you get after watching the outtakes, but it's not as polished. Um, and I just appreciate the craft of it. I think it is... I, I love everything about it. It, it. To me, this movie is what everyone hates English teachers for when reading To Kill a Mockingbird, and that is they find meaning in every rock. I'm... I'm fuck. I, you're you're fucking me up with this. <laughs> no, in that how everyone hates how English teachers will make you write an essay on the three rocks, the three rocks they came across in To Kill a Mockingbird, where you you just dig too deep and find too quote unquote too much meaning in things that you believe may not have all that much meaning. To me, I find meaning in everything in this movie, and it, it it's just one of those things where I love to delve into it, love to investigate it, love to experience it again. Um, yeah, that's, that's my rant on it. Uh, I totally understand how this is not for everyone. This is, and I'm not saying like, oh, you don't get it like Rick and Morty. I'm saying like, it, it's just personal taste, right? And you can't really fight that or really change anyone's mind on that. I think this was, this just scratched the right itch for me. I, I agree that a lot of this is super over, over the, hits you over the head with its messages and Almost anything else would have made me go, yeah, I hate this, like, obviously. But I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my admiration for the guy that put me in a different headspace, and I was open to hearing all these things time and time again. Um, but it, it just worked for me. It did. It's Yeah, uh, it sounds like you and Kyle had a similar experience where this was like, you were already very familiar with the guy. So this was like your your cool youth pastor doing like a stump speech for you. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I get that. I mean, you, you brought up a lot of your personal experience, and I think that that kind of drives home the sort of personal taste to this. I mean, I, I can't speak for, for Ryan, uh, but like myself, like I did not have a, a COVID experience, anything like Bo Burnham. I, you know, was in a, I was in my parents' house. I had to work because, you know, I couldn't coast on that my mom had to work my dad had to work like you know i don't know like it, it, i was never in a situation where i was like pulling my hair out because i couldn't be with myself for a day i always had to go out and 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 be more because it was what it what was called for you know and and in that way maybe this is uh, an emotional tirade for america's most fortunate sons but like i i i don't connect to it in that way even with everything that i have it just it rings so petulant yeah that's that's definitely my experience i just don't feel he calls into being or question any ideas emotions that are beyond surface level and that haven't been done better in other places. And anytime something like that happens, it just makes me wonder why does this even exist? Like true. I'm not even saying that to be mean. I just, nothing about this strikes me as above any other medium or genre. That, that's I, I find that same exact so ideas. hard to believe that you're saying that. I, I, that I just have so much trouble I mean, there, there's beginning to understand so how you come across there. that. Cause <laughs> yes totally but to me this is there's nothing else like this i i what, think it explored it way beyond ideas, surface though? level what what ideas do you think he did better than any other genre before the, the thing genre for me in this movie is that it clearly starts as a comedy special there's i don't think there's any humor past the intermission 
and devolves into this just sad, depressing observation of this man spiraling. Um, and so to see that progression, I wouldn't, I don't want to say it's a natural progression, but to just to, to document that progression of someone going into it going, all right, I'm going to do this fun thing. I enjoy doing comedy. I enjoy entertaining people. Uh, yeah, I have panic attacks sometimes, but I think I'm going to do this for my well-being and for it to consume him and for the COVID-19 circumstances to get the better of him and for him to just devolve and spiral out of control. And he doesn't, he almost can't help it and, and is still almost feels obligated to complete this project because it's the last strand of sanity that he has that's keeping him, I mean, alive, it almost seems like, but also just kind of grounded back to earth um to see that progression had the most impact to me as opposed to other movies where you don't get that time to sort of fertilize that to to really let that play out in in other movies you're obviously telling a different story and you have more characters you you have other obligations so you don't get the time to really uh take the care and love to really draw that out but this movie like it had no other obligations that was the main purpose is to to show you, hey, here's some emotions. I'm gonna make an 80 minute movie, or more so, this 80 minute movie is a is a a documentation of just these raw emotions. I I just feel like that's the underlying narrative. Yes, but throughout, he's just vomiting out these ideas, and that's what I have an issue with. It's those ideas should be building this narrative up, and I feel like it's really just surface level nonsense that's been spewed on Twitter for the last three years. It's really like all these ideas, all these like internet bad, rich people bad, white people bad, like all of these things, even if you agree, you can't act like he's building on these. He's just saying them and maybe putting them to rhyme. And that's what I take issue with. I don't feel he's building these ideas or presenting them in a way outside of like the music that's different than anybody else who said it. And I want to add on to that, too. I think the only part of the film for me that stuck out as, like, maybe saying something was one of the few candid shots that felt a little bit more candid where he's just trying to record a song that doesn't even really seem like it's trying to be funny. You never hear the full version of the song. It's, like, halfway through the movie. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's the only part that I was like, okay, that was something because he's doing it. It sounds like he got up. He he goes like I think like two parts into this, like two two lines into the song, like fucks it up a little bit, starts over, records the full mm-hmm. verse, and then goes one more time. That is the only part that I was like, okay, I I kind of like I kind of see what this is going for, but like you never see the finished version of the song. He doesn't struggle with it. Something like um, uh, well, you, actually, you do see the finished version of the song. Do you? Maybe I. Yeah, it's uh, it's the it final over. chorus on the ending song. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Mm. Um, but no, I I some... agree, Brendan. I like all those natural moments, and I think all the performed stuff feels really contrived. Just feels yeah. very presented. Well, and like, and, the lighting yeah. and stuff is fun, but it's like I found the most impressive part to me was the fact that it's like, oh yeah, is this this? Did he go on Twitter when he was researching stuff for his? little songs and just buy the stupid lighting thing that they put in ads on tweets. Like, Hey, check out my fucking lamp. Cause that's what it looked like to me. It was like that shit. Cause it, it felt impressive in an amateur way, but I was like, but it's it like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could do this in a room and 
yeah, he got a projector and he projected sunflowers on himself for a second. I can do that tomorrow. Like oh, that's, so, I, so I feel this, like that's this that's was the super... part I was not looking forward to. No, no, yeah, no. I, I think I, that's no, I mean super the, playing I, down setting setting up those shots and stuff like that. Super impressive. I just mean that as far as what you could do in only a room. There's so much you can do in a room. And his trick was largely, I'm naked, I'm putting light on myself. Okay, I, great. I, well, so, I'll, I'll, uh, one of uh, the things that I look really forward to, because uh, I do think he's going to gradually transition to uh, mostly a directing career. Um, and yeah, if we want to get into the more technical side of things, uh, also sorry, Alex, I missed I missed most of your manifesto. I was having uh, connection <laughs> problems, but I'm sure it was really nice. Um, <laughs> Go ahead and re-listen to it. Um, he preached uh, for you. I I think uh, his ability to use lighting um, and just the ways he uh, works with it uh, is phenomenal. Um, that that's definitely the most of what I enjoyed about it. Uh, I think he figured out what to do in that room. He used the space really well, but well, he he's really good, and this is something that I haven't seen anybody else figure out yet. He's really good at using artificial light. Most people are in the no. I I mean, like to a greater. <laughs> I hey, I don't know. Hey, Kyle, have you ever seen the behind the scenes of a movie set? <laughs> <laughs> let me let me change. I... Like like. So, yeah, I can see how that uh, came across. I mean that more so as a light that is clearly artificial. There's a really good um, video talking about it, and uh, it, it's shown really well in 8th grade, and I think it shows here, too. How Like, using natural cell phone light as a, uh, as a form of lighting, instead of creating an artificial cell phone light and things of that sort. Um, and then, yeah, just the... Uh, like what Alex said earlier, and how he uh, how he decides to block it when he's filming these shots. I mean, that is something I'm really kind of surprised by, Brendan. Like, at the very least, I would think some of these you could at least mute and be like, "That isn't it. That is impressive. That is an impressive shot." What I, I guess the part where he sticks the fucking water bottle in his belly button—that was kind of dope. Try, <laughs> I guess. Like, I don't know. It was, it was all, it all looked, it was all this di different colors of the same shit. Like I, I, it, it, I was sick of it by the end. I just, I don't feel, I do feel he did great with what he had and he definitely caught all the angles of that room, but that said it's one room. And like Brendan wanted, said, it gets, it gets I wanted tired. To see and him I would take a sledgehammer to, to it. I was waiting for him to fucking lose his mind and bust the fucking room down. Like, I was like, I, let's get fucking crazy with this. <laughs> I, a... I just, yeah, no, I just feel like in in a day or a week with enough tests, you figure out the angles of that room that look nice when lit up and everything. And well, yeah, especially he, he as a professional. That and that's why it looks good. Yeah, he's a professional. He clearly knows what he's doing, and he clearly has a lot of dollars worth of equipment. But I don't, I don't feel it's elevated so highly that it sticks out to me. Hmm. It's, it is well-framed and everything, but it's such a small blank canvas that how could it not be well yeah and even like the idea of it all being in a room it's like any online content creator largely only makes content in a single room so like sure but that that is such a watered down 
description of what's being done in this movie. I'm not coming here like to his defense, but I feel like that's not a fair thing to say because yeah, most vloggers are vlogging a room, but no one makes use of the room. They just inhabit the room. I feel like he made use of he's all the walls. Up shots. That's all he's doing. He's he's taking the time to set up a shot with lighting and he shoots the 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 music video. Like Yeah, because plenty of people do that. His his initial goal with this, and he says at the beginning, is I'm going to try to make a comedy special in this one room, right? And so he's not going for, like, I'm going to make you think this one room is actually this giant Hollywood set. No, he's like, yes, it's very amateurish. I need to keep myself sane. I'm going to have fun in this room and, and use disco balls, right? And so he's not trying to uh, bring that across as anything more than it is. But with that goal in mind, I don't think you could be more creative and more interesting with the space you have and with the kind of amateur tools that anybody could have, besides obviously the expensive-ass cameras. But I mean, a disco ball, a head-mounted light, a cell phone, uh, just different colored lights and little filters you put on top. I think he did so many creative things with it and create these... To to you, you said it was very, it was more the same. You got tired of it. I think every song has a super distinct look to it that I can I can just imagine in my head right now, and it really, it, I just can't help but admire the talent this man has in yeah, just I, I setting think these things up and just giving you an interesting visual audio experience. Um, I I think he's a great actor. In a lot of these scenes. Now, some of these scenes, tr- I think, still are very candid. After watching the outtakes, him uh, messing up the song and re- re-recording it and getting frustrated himself and hating himself for that, I think those moments still are candid. Because, I mean, this man is obviously expressing this movie from a place deep inside his heart. Like, truly, he 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 feels this way about himself and feels this way about the industry. And so I think a lot of this comes across in the movie as it is candid they're not all performances but i think definitely he 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 tries to add to the emotion he's going for by maybe exaggerating a little bit maybe the the joker scene at the end with all eyes on me yeah his exaggerations i think are awful performances but to me they're not exaggeration the part that i almost was laughing because of how fucking bad it was was when he was crying into his hands after he said he was unwell that looked so goofy to me (laughs) He fucking went. See, to me, I when am. I first watched went, that, that went, was real. I am unwell. <sighs> and fucking ridiculous. I would say that's as uh, good of a performance as I gave as Anthony Hopkins uh, uh, as Hannibal. Uh, hey, but you know what? The bar, the bar. Hey, hey, Kyle, the bar was much higher for me. You, you, you feel like Bo Burnham earned the Oscar for this that he didn't get, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I and I I don't disagree with you there, Brendan. But this again, this just comes back to the lens through which I watch this. I, and I agree with you. I think a lot of it is exaggerated. But it's, it's I think calling again, this a I comedy this special a- was a mistake. <laughs> it's not a comedy special. I completely agree, and I think that's also semi-purposeful. Um, I I was just gonna say to I, mislead you. Th- that's how I read a performance about performance is over exaggerated also clearly i have a higher tolerance to over exaggerated things in general um, <laughs> so that that's just a kyle tidbit but yeah no i uh 
no, I, I any any kind of any anything being done in this, I can find the value out of for myself and to the message that I take from it. It's just over exaggeration, but it's playing it straight. Like it's in like a it, it, I I don't know in like a way where it's like, am I supposed to feel bad for you? Like I. I don't. I just had to listen to you talk about sexting and a bunch of bullshit for 87 minutes. Like, I don't give a shit that you're crying. <laughs> like, fuck, man. Go yeah, outside. I, well, but see, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're supposed to. I don't, I don't, I don't think that scene is there to be like, oh, I feel bad for him. And again, this is just I, this is how I I, I, I know I know we I know we have a category. What's the emotional payoff? Here. What's the emotional climax of the film then if it's not that? Oh, I, w- I wouldn't say that is the emotional climax of the film, just aside from what we were talking about. I I think the climax is either the ending song or All Eyes on Me, um, which like, directly follow that. But well, yeah. yeah, but that's what I mean is like, I feel like the thing that leads into that is him going, I'm unwell, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, well, yeah, I mean, I... I, I I, I don't know how you would call that the climax. Well, I, I would say it's like the emotional climax. That's him like I, I don't know. I, I, I think the emotional climax would then be all eyes on me. Um, you know, it's it's the final him sitting. And again, this these are the parts I get out of it. I uh, the song is inherently um, self contrived, but I, again, I get nothing out of that besides. I hate myself for making this song, <laughs> you know, and I hate myself for feeling this way, wanting this attention. I guess, but I don't know. Self, self-exploration with a wink and a nod is like, I don't, I don't, know. I don't see a wink and a nod here at all. I, I, this is where I agree with Alex. I think this is a, again, it's performed, but I think this is a genuine stream of consciousness. I don't I, know. Uh, that goes back I to what I was so. saying. I feel like any he edited it. moment or anything is it, it's undercut with a joke. We're just like, uh, this is really serious, but I'm not that serious. But yeah. yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It, it it feels like it has this air that it wants to be so candid, and you're saying it's not supposed to be that. But I feel like that's exactly how it's presented to the audience. But but Ryan, to that point, that's exactly what he says in that in that moment where he's reviewing his song about being an intern and then it goes like three layers deep like that's exactly what he's doing with this movie yeah and that was the fucking word that was was, tried too yeah like that's the thing like it's like a magician all contrived showing you the trick necessarily contrived because he's the the only one responsible for making this but why but that's but that's not even true there's plenty of people who are who have like a ridiculous amount of control over a project but uh, you know, no, but I, this I, is no, this isn't I, yeah, a I'm fictional. Gonna... You you this isn't. I wouldn't call it. Um, I guess technically it may be fiction, right? But I guess the purpose is not to market it as fiction, right? He's not trying to come across as like I'm putting on this character named Bo Burnham. So well, yeah, that's the it thing. It has that's to be why... contrived because it is himself. But that's what I. That's why I hate it. Is that like he sucks so much. <laughs> I, well, I would I would disagree with Alex's take. I I I read it the exact opposite. I read this as a, a study of the character Bo Burnham, um, which I I do think is a character. Not oh, it's I hope 
God willing, I hope. I feel bad for anyone in his life if that's how he acts. Fuck. <laughs> I do, uh, we briefly mentioned, not to completely derail, but this is, I guess, more of a segue. We briefly mentioned All Eyes on Me. I want to talk about the music. That's the only song I like. I like All Eyes on Me. That's a good song. Everything else I thought was pretty annoying. What do you don't like that funny feeling? Oh, my God. That funny feeling? Where he's in front of the like campfire foresty, and it's a very slow acoustic song. Oh, that sucked. I, I think that is such a beautiful song, yeah. lyrically, m- melodically. I, maybe it's a big part of it is I don't like his voice very much. Mm. So the all eyes on me when it was run through a really deep filter. That was I mean he, I just I don't like his singing voice. I would not listen to his. Okay, music. interesting. Yeah, I don't like I don't care for his singing voice a ton either. But to me, like that uh, that funny feeling. It you know as someone who likes a lot of like indie music that you know uses just you know a guy and a guitar. The fact that to me the lyrics were just kind of as the movie is very surface level it was just like yeah i mean i could go put on like you know a scott hutchinson record and get 20 times more depth you know so much more poetry to every line but instead i'm here watching bo burnham give me the surface level and it's like yeah so this is this is an example for me of when i was saying diving like uh exploring too deeply into things that like oh maybe that wasn't really intention but that's the intention that's the meaning i got out of it to me when i first watched that song and it or listened to that song um and kyle i don't think agreed with me at the time either and i'm not saying this is how it was intended but this is how i took it um you're saying it's very surface level but i feel like it was very to me i hear that song and he talks about just random shit like uh it's fucking we didn't start the fire in honor of the revolution, a discount at the gap, which is whatever he's saying. It usually, each verse usually starts with like whatever nonsense things that we experience in life and starts slowly devolving into like either like corporate corruption and taking, and like, for example, in honor of the revolution, a discount at the gap, right? It's like a company taking advantage of, they're just trying to profit off of a, a tragedy or whatever. So as each verse kind of leans in towards like a little more twisted, a little more dark, is when the chorus hits of like, oh, there it is, that funny feeling, where it's kind of like, to me, that that song symbolizes anxiety of like, you're just thinking about whatever, everyday life, but your mind takes you into a dark place, and there you go. You're back to feeling those funny feelings of anxiety, of depression, of suicide. But I, I, go, um, I go back to like, I've listened to enough music to know that that is done better by a yeah. better musicians. Like, so to me, getting that moment means nothing, because it's like, well... All right, thanks for that. I uh yeah, do you get so do you guys listen to these songs outside of this? Well, so I'll, I'll I, I, just on pl- that. many times. Yeah, I uh, Actually, I listen to mostly songs I, I used to quite a bit. Definitely the the beginning <clears> ones cuz I think they're they're pretty catchy. But I oh, I have never listened to That Funny Feeling or All Eyes on Me outside of watching this movie. Because the emotion I get out of watching, listening to those songs while watching this movie, I don't want to taint that. I purposely never listen to those songs unless I'm watching this movie. So I could put myself back in that seat and feel those emotions. Alex, why wasn't this on your list, man? It was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I took it. <laughs> I Kyle, you should have let him have it. <laughs> well, I, to be fair, I've had connection issues. But, uh, 
Also, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm, I am so thrilled right now to not be the one holding the flaming torch, going away, away, beasts. <laughs> um, so this has been a treat to have to have someone at my defense. Um, no, I, uh, to answer your question, Ryan. No, I don't listen to. I listen to the album once, like on a car drive, I think. And I, I do. Uh, I enjoy the music quite a bit. Okay. Um, on its own. I, I like his voice quite a bit. I, one of my thoughts after this was, oh, I wonder if he would ever actually just put out like a No Shit album instead of, uh, you know, all this at once. Um, he should. It'd help him with, would, an, with his ego. I, I would I would be very happy <laughs> uh, for that. But, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the... I don't know. To your, to your remark, Brendan, about the depth, and I guess, Ryan, you've been on the same vein here about... Yeah, definitely. Uh, that you think there's a lack of depth. I I don't know, because, like, I don't disagree with either of you. Um, I I do think it goes deeper than surface level. Um, I guess, but not to cut you off, but to bolster the point, I would say it's not, these aren't shallow ideas. They're just not being elevated in any way. I think that's my take. So, and that's where I would talk to you about, because I, I would agree. I, I don't think... Um, they're being discussed in any new ways. I, I mean, a reason I like this so much is because a lot of the ideas he presents are ideas I already jive with very hard and have already oh, had my own personal chamber. discussions on. Um, I, hey, hey, you say that. Listen, echo chambers are pleasant places to yeah, be. Yeah, this, this is uh, Kyle's Facebook group, really. This is, this, this is Kyle's but uh, I, I like QAnon group. <laughs> I, I, and so do I, but I, not, you know, it's like we've talked about, like, with you watching Zoom. I also like to, I also like to yeah. just be, uh, you know, exp- either way, I would say I to your, your, it's not elevating the material. Um, you know, to me, it doesn't have to. I like everything he's doing while presenting the material. So, like, right. seeing and seeing this take and then also the way he is... Pre- yeah, you're right. It's not better than any other way, but I like the different way of presenting it to me. Like, my, my favorite song on the album, and uh, both just m- from a musical standpoint, ideal standpoint, everything is Welcome to the Internet. Um, and... Uh, Yes, Brendan, smirk with your sly little smirk. You're so adorable. Um, I think yeah, uh, I think that's my least favorite one. I I, I again, I really like you know, I, I I inherently jive with the idea to start with. I I like the musical representation of it. I like how it speeds up as we go further along with time. Um I I, I like the instruments. I like that it's got like a polka feel to it. I think that's awesome. I love the I love the scene he sets up. I, I I love the malicious man singing the song to us. The switch from minor to major chords, um, I think is super you know fun. Um, I agree with you, Kyle. I agree with you completely. Here is my problem. I've listened to enough like Tally Hall and Miracle Mu- uh, Musical or whatever. That it's like I've gotten that, I, I I I lived in that. I've got hours of that in my ba- in my bank. So when I go and listen to this, I go, okay. 
like I've just listened to too much good music to be impressed by a, a, a sort of a, a a further I don't know idea of something I've already seen. My only response to that would be send me those bands. I'm I'm curious. I've never <laughs> <Hey>. to them. <laughs> If you like this, you'll probably like that. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, but again, I mean, like, I, I, I don't, I don't think that is a detraction. Well, that's the thing. I think this. that to me, imagine if you're getting not like so little new stuff from this. You're you're watching ideas be presented in their least, I don't know, interesting way, right? You're you're seeing an idea that is interesting presented. You know, with, as Ryan said, no elevation. You go into music that is not as good as music that you could be listening to on your own. You don't think it's very funny. The character of Bo Burnham is not relatable to you because you did not live his experience in quarantine or, or something even close to it. So you're just watching a dude parade around a room for 87 minutes. Well, and... If if I can go ahead and step in, I'll just say twofold. Um, one, yeah, I I I'm not sitting here. I, if we were, ha- well, let me. I don't want to open up that can of worms, but like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sitting here like Brendan. You're being insane. I do understand how this is not something someone could jive with. Um, and I'll I'll put out there again. You know, a lot of people get a lot of... Uh, Alex, uh, from what I did catch of uh, his monologue, was that, you know, he got a lot of COVID relation out of this and the shared experience of the pandemic. Uh, that is not something I've ever gotten out of this because I didn't I didn't go into a super lockdown by any means. Um, and I also, you know, I, I wasn't forced to work. I was just kind of vibing uh, in school, you know. <laughs> Hey, I remember those days, Kyle. You looked chill as hell. I was, hey, hey, I, I, listen. You're I mean, taking online points, classes. But, uh, you're, you're up in a cabin. No. Um, yeah, I, I, again, the thing I get out of this more than anything are the discussions, either the discussions that are happening in the songs, which, again, I like the way he's presenting these things to me. You know, yeah. I, and that's, I, I, I can't justify that one way or another. It's, I like it's it. like. It's like WandaVision. It has philosophy in it, you know? Okay. That was shitty. <laughs> that was shitty and unnecessary. Um, Kyle, but it's the same thing. It's what you just said. Now, Brendan, I, I'm going to ask you this question genuinely. Do, do you really think that this is the same as WandaVision? Uh, <laughs> Kyle, you're going you're gonna to fucking leap through the screen and strangle me. Because of how like infuriating this was to watch, and how I was laughing at how bad Wandavision. No, was. no, no. Well, more, more than that, more than that. I'm talking just again all aspects. Because if you're gonna sit here and say the filming and editing quality of this is the same as Wandavision, then yeah, you're right. I'm gonna get fucking pissed. It's not. It's not. It's not. Here's okay. the thing, though. Everything is a choice, right? If there's a million bad choices in something, I'm on the floor laughing. I'm losing it. That was WandaVision. A bajillion bad choices put to digital film. So bad, I enjoy. 
this was a lot of good choices and shot composition and setting stuff up and, and lighting, even though I felt like it yeah. was repetitive. The content was infuriating. I, 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 listen, I wanted I, to turn I, no, no, I, yeah, I was just asking in terms of pure quality. I know, I know what your personal but what, feeling. But that's the thing. Like. What's the qual? What, what am I? What choice am I making for quality? I'd rather take something worse. Well, that's again. This is same reason I don't want to do the bad movies podcast. I don't get any enjoyment out of watching garbage. You don't want to race to the bottom. No, <laughs> you're gonna act like you didn't enjoy our viewing of R.I.P.D. You're really gonna act like you didn't enjoy that. And I found redeeming qualities in R.I.P.D. R.I.P.D. was good. Kyle, I remember you enjoying Jack Frost. I remember you having a good old time I, with no, that. No, when I can enjoy it in a shared space with friends, and it's like, ha, oh, we're having fun, we're laughing at this. That's awesome. <laughs> Sitting in a room, but if you made me sit by myself and watch Jack Frost, I would have been livid the entire. Kyle, just night. come over. Kyle, just come over. <laughs> move up um but yeah i i don't know i mean is there anything else we need to i mean i clearly i think there's a just a a categorical difference here between the two parties um yeah and and there's no i accept this and i'm okay with it there's no convincing either of you two to our side and that's not really what i'm trying to go for here i'm also just trying to I hope you appreciate that you don't understand it in the same way I don't understand your perspective. And so we're just trying to express to each other. But I'm not here to try to convince you. Um, but I hope you can appreciate and admire sort of what he was, what he did with the movie. And, and, and really what his intentions were in, in sort of like... Ex- making a movie to express this kind of just raw emotion and and just really just exposing it and sending it out to the public for people to i know plenty of people who hate this movie he sent it out to the probably not as bad as you do no but but seriously i feel like this is a very again this is not me sucking his dick but a very bold thing to do right like this is not this is not traditional by any means this was marketed as a comedy special. This is his big come out of retirement thing, and this was anything but funny. Um, I, I appreciate the risk he took with it. It landed with me wholeheartedly, and I don't think there's really like I, I'm not here to try to change your mind on it, but um, I hope you can sort of like appreciate like just what he did with it. It, it I, I think it was just insanely creative. That, that's the bottom line. I think what he did with um visually and and i think it what he did visually i think was super interesting how he used light in so many different creative ways and also yes individually if you if you look at each song topic by topic you would say it's pretty surface level and i for the most part i agree with you but i think this movie definitely is greater than the sum of his parts because sort of what he goes for from start to end and the progression of what he where he has sort of a goal of talking about yeah bagel bites do you support the fight against racism to i'm here on stage having panic attacks i want to die but at least to show for you guys sort of that progression i yeah i bought it, it alex it, it, it was i'm i'm i was picking up i was sniffing what he was stepping in <laughs> alex i i have one question that i want to ask you what would yeah. your thoughts on the movie have been if they had 
ditched the songs, added a little bit more of him just talking and filling the void with his thoughts in a more, I w- will say, candid way, even if he's performing it. Would that have been a better movie or a worse movie? Because to me, that's a, that's a better movie. If we could cut the, the, the songs out, I'm looking at a better I don't know movie. if it's, I don't know. Because the songs I don't, don't add anything to me. See, to me, what I liked about the songs is that this is Bo Burnham, right? This is, and again, his his goal with this movie was to have some sort of strand of sanity to keep him on Earth. And what does he do best? What he grew up doing when he was sixteen on YouTube, and that's making people laugh with with songs, right? And so, no matter how dark everything got, he made sure to wrap it up in a song, because that is. To to him, that is what is keeping him alive. Is this okay? So, so Alex says yes to the sexting song. Everyone heard it on tape. Yes to sexting. <laughs> I like yes. that song. I'm a, it's I, funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm surprised because I would have figured, for me, the conglomerate doesn't come together. So I truly expected people who really connect with this movie to connect with the individual pieces more so. So I'm surprised to hear the opposite. I like all the individual pieces, uh, but I agree that, for example, the topic on the internet is very explicit in what he's trying to say. There's no, there's not much subtlety there. Um, but he does it in a creative way where he personifies the internet. He is the internet and and is talking about like what the progression of the 90s internet versus the now internet is. I think he always does something interesting with the topic. Maybe not doesn't go super deep into really making you ponder, wow, I didn't realize that Facebook was marketing Harry Potter characters fucking each other to me, and that's wrong. But the whole package around that song is what is what elevates it for me. Yeah, I think that's well said, Alec. And that's what I was pretty much just trying to say is like, yeah, I, it, it, I, I get a lot out of the presentation of it. Uh, you know, like I, I've used hot dog metaphors before. I'll throw out another one. Uh, this is I, I go to a restaurant and they, they serve me a hot dog like cut up and they put basil on it. And like it's it's lit really well. And I'm like, well, I like a hot dog and I like what they've done with this. So I'm going to have a good time. I say you're Kyle. not fooling me. I know what that is. <laughs> Kyle, 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 what's what state do you think uh, is responsible for, or, or city do you think is responsible for that particular hot dog? You know, we got Chicago dogs, we got New York dogs. What do you think? Uh, a, a dog with cut up with basil yeah. on it, and it's lit well. It's got to yeah. be L.A., right? Like it has to be L.A. I was going to say you, you, you think that <laughs> the city of Italy. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say Athens, Georgia. <laughs> Expand on that. Well, you know, <laughs> they have their things the way they like them. You know, you know, Georgia. All right. <laughs> this is a weird bit. <laughs> weird bit, but I appreciate you trying. Um, I, I don't have anything okay, else. Can, yeah, I mean, before we end it, just like how we kind of talk <laughs> in other movies where we kind of dig into it. Can you say, is there anything you did like about the movie? Brendan and and I know Ryan has some things liked about, it, but Brendan, is there anything that you, besides appreciating what he did, did you anything you actually opinion liked about it? Yeah, like the idea. I was excited for the idea, and then I thought the idea was executed in like a a boring to me way. Right. The, so you didn't like the idea. That's what I'm saying. No, you, I like the like idea. Did you like anything about it? I like oh, the well, idea like of the someone being. 
Yeah, I like the idea of someone being trapped in a room, forced to create something. If this was anything else, if this was not some self-filating stand-up comic YouTube star doing it, like if this was about an artist trapped in a room trying to like recreate Picasso's genius and not letting himself leave, and it, and his paint is his 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 painting is slowly getting more distorted as he loses grasp of what the outside is. That's a cool movie. I want to see that movie. That sounds super interesting. A guy doing bits I never liked, doing more of those bits I never liked as they're getting unhinged is a bad movie to me. Uh, I'll okay. So I'll I'll throw a question out there then to uh, our two detractors. Um, now that we're done, you know we're wrapping up. We're getting the final thoughts. Yeah, we're men. Do do you get it? Like no. why you still. You don't get why. I, I don't see why you would watch this over any other thing that top uh, tackles okay. these ideas. I really don't. Kyle, I get it. The when 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 Alex was explaining it, I went okay. I understand why someone would watch this, but it's for what I said. It's it speaks to a very specific experience, and you know I like to watch Mega Man Inti Warrior not because it's the best way to watch a story about someone getting sucked into a computer but because i own it and it makes me think of uh a, being a child you know the heart wants what it wants i'm not gonna argue with the heart <laughs> but i can say that my that me coming at it from a i didn't have this experience this does not touch my heart at all and i'm forced to use only my brain which i refuse to turn off when i'm watching this movie it is deplorable okay <laughs> i was gonna say totally not fair. Like until you went <laughs> deplorable i'm like all right don't be mean <laughs> i do want to throw in the uh the one laugh this this one gave me is when he just cuts into i'm feeling like shit <laughs> Are you feeling like shit? <laughs> I like that song. That was pretty funny. Feeling like a mag sack and sack of shit. Um, yeah. That, the that funny part for me was the quick she <laughs> I was like, oh. The brand awareness part. I hated that part. Wait, that's your. You like. What was that? I think that's the part that gives me the most consistent laughs the brand awareness one. Oh, the, yeah, I was that actually might be my least that, favorite part. That, that I, don't, like I don't SNL dislike skit. it, but I hate it. <laughs> so bad. It, it I, I, for me, it's just like the execution of waiting and then going, bagel bites? That one gets me. I, uh, the, what, the one that I can recall the most is uh, on uh, Healing the World with Comedy. Uh, and it's just the god voice that says bingo gets, a, a, again, a very cheap laugh out of me. Um, you, you and your bingo you do love it what can i say what can i say you, you play it every every weekend with dolores and the rest of them <laughs> gals over at the old folks home uh well all right i think we've uh i think we've beaten this dead horse let's go ahead and do final thoughts and uh get her going let's just skip to the voting because i feel like the final thoughts going to be yeah what, what what could we yeah. what more could we uh, say? I I disagree. I, mean, I, I would do like, like a sentence yeah. or something. Well, I, I I have final thoughts. I want to put my final okay, thoughts well, out there. Okay. Well, well, let's all do our sentence. Let's all do our sentence. Going in my vote. Yeah, let's all do our sentence and then Kyle can talk. Hate it, hate. Um, I yeah, I I appreciate how it's shot and what it's 
trying to go for, but I think the ideas are just too surface level and not given enough life or individuality to connect with me. And so I, it doesn't really connect with me as a whole. And I love everything this movie did. All right. There you go. Um, yeah, I... Uh, again, I'm not surprised. This is pretty much exactly how I figured it was going to go down. Um, and I, I'm not, like, I'm not sitting here like, again... There will be no ass-whooping worse than David Copperfield. That one shattered my itty-bitty. I have not recommended that movie to anybody since. I have <laughs> oh kept my, my promise. so um, sad. Because <laughs> I, I can't take it. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> no, this, uh, I, I feel fine with this. Um, what do you call it? I, I don't know. I, I hope I presented why i like this eloquent enough um i i just i really like what it has me chew on and i do chew on this i there i let the ideas he presents i sit there and i go all right that is a really interesting way to say that um i would you know let's talk about that and again the overarching message for me is something that i contemplate about a lot um about creation and performance. Um, these are... Uh, me and Brendan read a book in high school called Six Characters in Search of an Author. And if you want... I read that. Uh, oh, and, and Alex. My, my We were in the same class. We were in the same class. I know, but it was me and Brendan at the table. You were in the back with all yeah. of them. We, 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 didn't, we didn't fraternize with you. <laughs> we didn't fraternize with you. Um, but yeah, it's that book is all about identity. Well, it's a play. And it's all about identity... And uh, what it means to be uh, existing in a certain space and the performance we do for each other all the time. So these these are ideas I really like. These are ideas uh, that I dwell on consistently. So yeah, when I also like the music, I think it's gorgeous to look at. And I think it's incredibly creative and intuitive in what it does. Um, I, I guess that's what I, I was asking you to more than anything. Like... Have I answered your question to a degree of no. why? No, still no? Alex answered it. Okay. But you had connection <laughs> problems. All right. Well, take it. Take it. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I know why people like it and what they get out of it. But I, I guess I just can't see preferring this over a lot of other things. Okay. Yeah. I. Again, I... I, I feel very confident with it at my number five um you know i was dwelling on it huh i was gonna say it's like the joker honestly i i honestly feel very similarly to it where it's like well yeah i i think you should watch a better movie but if this is like your intro to movies about like con like i don't know conflicted protagonists fine like (laughs) (laughs) like if if this is the first scorsese-esque movie you've seen okay like <laughs> yeah but i i and i don't take, know take i a gander I, <laughs> what I else really, is there <laughs> from a from a more meta point of view i really like how much because like i think for the most part alex and i presented very different things we get out of this uh certainly similar but like 
yeah, I, I think I get something a lot different out of this than Alex does at the end of the day. And I, all the other people in my social circle who do enjoy this, I would say for the most part, they also all get very different things out of this. So I don't know, maybe it's, uh, you know, you can find what you want in it. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I, I stand by my sentence. I really do think this is one of the most impressive uh, feats I've ever seen, um, and yeah, I'm uh, really happy uh, that I got to watch it again and talk about it with you guys and get the counter perspective, because I haven't gotten that on this yet. But well, don't that. you feel blessed. <laughs> <laughs> will, will you do me a favor? And not watch my movies in a bad mood. Kyle, <laughs> I I thought I was in the prime mood. I wanted, I was like, oh, I'm ready for this. All right, you know, I, 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 actually, I'll flip this. You're right. I need to do a better job of explaining to you what you're about to watch. Because <laughs> like, like, you keep on getting left hooked. <laughs> I think the art should speak for itself. Because, hmm. <laughs> Kyle, you have to admit... I came into the like I, I was like okay this is like the perfect time for me to watch it like I wanna I wanna like laugh at something. No, I know. I'm just saying from like from induction at this point uh, or deduction actually. We're <laughs> eleven down. <laughs> We're eleven down. Have you seen one that you're like? <laughs> I'm not a subtle person. At the end of the day, I don't yeah. create new. You know, I don't. Art. I don't hate subtle. I, I don't hate like things that are very like. I know. Big. I'm just. I'm just yanking your chain. Yeah. I, I was. I was gonna say like, it's crazy that you call this subtle. Like, like I, it's. It, I just not did. not not I, this. Uh, it's crazy that you say like it isn't subtle because I feel like there's so little there. It's like one of those, um, one of those uh, what you call it, uh, optical illusions where they don't fill in all the lines, but then because it's so empty, your brain forces the lines to be filled in so yeah everyone has a different take on it but that's because it's it's an illusion <laughs> Thanks, you're man. just putting it there <laughs> i thought i ended on a really nice kind of you know like uh no and you just decided to just you know kick it for the hell of it that was cool that was a really cool move classy stuff i'm classy <laughs> all right uh well yeah let's get down to voting um I think we know where this is going, but yeah. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, I, uh, I'm i voting for Inside. Uh, like I said, I really enjoyed Shin Godzilla. I think I said at the top, I wish it wasn't going against one of mine. I particularly wish it wasn't going against this, because uh, this is a hard one to beat for me. Uh, it means Inside means a lot. I get a ton out of it, and I just every time I watch it, I'm just impressed. Shin Godzilla... Uh, was a fun time, uh, but, you know, that, uh, it, it, I have nothing bad to say about it. It just, it couldn't, it couldn't reach this, so. Too much of a patriot. Too much of a patriot. Um, yeah, I, I actually, I just remembered something that made me upset and while I was watching Inside, and I'll use that as my reason for voting against it, um, when he's playing a video game called he Inside... He needs to and just shave and cut his hair. <laughs> That's no. 
No. He, when he's playing a video game called Inside, he's not playing the game Inside, which was like... Oh, whatever. <laughs> I was like, that, that fucking stupid. Uh, there's, I was like, that would, I, I would have laughed at that. <laughs> he just started playing Inside. I, I would have I actually laughed at that. Instead, it was like a shitty, like, he made this on RPG Maker or some, like, dumb bullshit. I didn't like it. Um... So. Even like the little uh, Death Stranding joke he he, he slipped in there. No, because it didn't even make sense. Hated it. <laughs> Hate him. <laughs> I'm voting for Shin Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're up, Brendan. <laughs> Brendan, could there have has there been any movie that we've seen so far? Where this movie would have won, or Inside would have won. No, this is the worst thing. I would have voted for Hudsucker. I would have voted for any of Kyle's movies over this. (laughs) No need for this. (laughs) Kyle, Kyle, you gotta stop setting me up like that, though, man. I didn't, Alex. Blame Alex. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop punching down, man. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Ryan, you go ahead. Fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> uh, it's it's truly just uh, it's a matter of Shin Godzilla is absolutely my kind of movie, and Inside is truly not, and that's ultimately what it boils down to. I don't connect with enough about Inside um, creatively or ideology. Uh, geez. Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was. I don't know what I started to say, but anyhow, that and uh, yeah, I just don't get enough out of it, and it it, it really does drag for me. I don't know why, because it all the little segments are so short, but it just feels like it doesn't build to anything, and so I, it just doesn't stick with me. It doesn't connect with me, and I I don't enjoy my time with it. And Shin Godzilla, I had a had a grand old time. I liked watching Big Lizard, so my vote is for Big Lizard, Shin Godzilla. Big Lizard, Little City. <laughs> Big Lizard, Mad, Get Mad, Break Thing. Uh, I definitely need to watch Shin Godzilla again, because I, I love the Godzilla parts, and I can definitely see myself appreciating the not-Godzilla parts. Um you watched it without Amy. subtitles. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. What are just they like, saying? I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> the only intentions I understood were Godzilla's. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that movie definitely needs a rewatch, and I feel like I did it a great disservice um, just with my ignorance. But even <laughs> if I had the experience that you, Brendan, and Ryan had with Godzilla, it wouldn't have stood a chance yeah, with absolutely. Inside for me. Yeah similar to Kyle it just it it has that place in in my life where like it, it just I I can't think of much else that could beat it um I don't know what I what I can say that I haven't already said I, I'm incredibly impressed by the workmanship of it I think it's so impressive the quality of Bo Burnham's editing songwriting singing uh lyrics performing lighting directing everything I don't I don't understand how one person could do all those things, wear all those hats, and do it to the quality that he expressed in this movie. And it resonated with me. I felt a true emotional experience while watching it. 
I it helps me understand a lot of different topics more than I did before. I love the impact that it had on a lot of people that I know and said that this was and just for the emotional the the way that it made them cry at times and and laugh and all that stuff. I I I can't help but appreciate it and think that's a beautiful little human experience that I can't say a lot of other movies had. And so for that reason, Inside gets my gets two 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 votes from me. Oh well, that's a that's a three two. Uh, yeah, I, was saying, I don't know two. why you, I don't know why you had to make that that knife take so long. <laughs> um, what do you call it, Alex? I'm curious. Would you have had this higher on your list than I have it on mine? I don't know. It's it's definitely top five. And the thing is, like, Alex, this is I the most you've ever everything. spoken. I I've never heard you speak more than this, Alex. How could it not? The reason be I wouldn't one? put it higher. The reason I wouldn't put it higher is because it's not in the same way. Like I wouldn't put Apollo Eleven so high, and it's that I don't know. It's just not. You have Apollo f- Eleven so high. It's your two seed. <laughs> oh, is it? Well, I forget. <laughs> oh, my, shit. I'm like Brendan. Where I'm like Brendan. Where after I sent the list out, because it's like the, the 60 movies I like. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I would order it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't I don't know why I wouldn't put it higher. It's just not. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like this is a stupid reason, but it's not like a, a, a film in the traditional sense. And maybe that's, to me, uh, maybe that's not a good enough reason for not putting it higher. I don't oh know. My I God. don't know how to answer that. Bo Burnham's been listening this whole time. He just turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> his sacred son hath turned against him. <laughs> he he, uh, he, just, he just threw his, his iPhone in the trash. He said, I don't even want to look at this anymore. <laughs> He's going to um, tell Buzz you said that. <laughs> No. <laughs> and Gary Sinise the next time I hang out with him. <laughs> Which you Good do luck. often. <laughs> All right. Um I just uh quick question for Alex. Inside one. Um, better than Lost City of Z or Wait, does it actually win? Inside wins? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I... no, it's a four point two to a three point. Yeah, without a doubt. Inside wins. I was not so... expecting that. Really? Yeah. Well there you go. Yeah, no, in, Inside's a heavy hitter. This is you know, uh, he, he's a YouTuber, so he just told all of his fans to rate it up on Letterboxd. Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's just no need to be cruel. <laughs> I mean, that one was easy. <laughs> if he didn't say it, I, yeah. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Yeah, no. Uh, this is uh, this is the first tie I have won. Congratulations, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> there Thank you. I'm sorry to punch down. There haven't been much opportunity, so it doesn't really mean much. <laughs> That's not even true. I have tied more than any person on this podcast. Well, yeah, when you lose, oh, them, really? you do, you'd have to yes. tie as many. <laughs> <laughs> That's three wins, everybody. Fuck you. Fuck you all. We're coming up. It's the come up, goddammit. <laughs> How many movies do you have left? (laughs) This is what heck would come of. It's going to run out of steam real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Let's roll while we're all still friends. (laughs) At this first round, we should rate every movie as one point. And then as we go up, each movie should get one extra point if it wins. And I'm curious to see, like, Kyle obviously doesn't have that many wins. But maybe the one he has (laughs) won goes up higher than some others. And so it can accumulate points there. I I want to tally the game like this and see. I'd be curious. I feel like Kyle would would stand a chance. 
I'm willing to do it. Yeah. Um, but all right. It'll, it'll be like Mario Party where suddenly out of nowhere, someone else will win. <laughs> hey, yeah. and if that's not the kind Steal your stars. God damn it. Gotta cut that. Um, if that's not my story, then god damn it. Just roll them bones. Roll them bones, baby. We're back to a... Uh... What are we rolling? D8? Yeah, back to a Ooh, solid die roll. D8, D8, D8. All right. Three. Yep. All right. We have a. Uh... You ready to get back up on the block, bitch? Me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's. Oh like... shit! Oh it's... shit! Do you know what it is? Metropolis Citizen Kane. It is so Metropolis right. Citizen yes. Kane. Yes. Yes. Nine Good luck Metropolis. finding that movie, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> is it hard to find? Are we gonna? Last time I checked, I had to buy it. <laughs> Like oh. a, a disc of it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, well, it's nine seed Metropolis versus eight seed Citizen Kane. Same matchup as today, Brendan versus Kyle. Uh, oh, Kyle. Kyle. I'm so excited for you to watch Metropolis. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to love it. <laughs> oh, Metropolis the, is first, right? The, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Metropolis is the nine seed. Kane is the eight seed. Raisin Kane. Has anyone seen who? Okay, has anyone seen Citizen Kane before? Yes. I have. I think everybody but Alex. Okay, cool. Has anyone seen Metropolis before? No. Uh, no. And I and everyone knows the one I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. Yeah, not the not the <laughs> acclaimed one. 2001, not 2009. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. I'm so excited for this. I've been looking forward to this one forever. I think oh this is gonna God. be a cool one. I do. Um. Yeah, it'll be. I'll be interested to uh, see the Kane takes. Um, I've only seen it once, and it's been many a year. Really? Mm. Okay. I know, Brendan. You've had to fo- been force fed it many a time. At this I, I I watched it like multiple times a year for like three years, and I haven't seen it since. Mm. But that was like, I mean, in college, it was like every class was like, "We're gonna talk about this. We're gonna use Citizen Kane to talk about it." I'm like. Great. <laughs> welcome, welcome back, Mr. Wells. <laughs> I, uh, I haven't I haven't watched it in probably a little over a year now. I only watched it for the first time uh, when uh, Mank was on the docket, baby, because I needed to be up to speed to watch Mank. Mank was a good movie. I liked Mank. Mank Mank's fun. <laughs> sequel. Man. The sequel to Citizen Kane, Mank? The prequel. It's definitely a prequel. <laughs> It's, it's, not, it's like a biopic, I guess. I um, all right, yeah. Let's. Uh, I. I don't think this one will be as heated. I think this will be more of a. Uh, I doth my cap to you. Um, oh, I don't even know. This could go either way. Metropolis is a really fucking weird movie. Was it? <laughs> yeah. I. I know. So it's not the nineteen twenty seven one. It is no, not it's, the night. It's, it's from 2001. You can remember the year because it's the year the towers fell. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for said, listening. A space odyssey. <laughs> Goodness, Brendan. Actually, <laughs> he didn't have to say that. <laughs> On the other hand, is fact, anyone going to forget? No, no one's going to forget. For shame. Oh, it's by. Oh, distributed by Toho. No, but it's, uh, it's by the Akira people or Akira guy. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. And cool. I mean, we'll get into it. It's all, it was it was written by Tezuka, Asamu Tezuka. I'm excited. 
All right. Should be cool. Should I close her down? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Right. Close up shop. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this riveting Shin Godzilla versus Bo Burnham inside discussion. Uh, join us, Clashy Boys, for the next episode when we talk about Metropolis. Oh, and man, Citizen I wish King. we had it the opposite, so it would be Bo Burnham inside Godzilla. Mm. we can do that that's like some boar shit let's get on that oh i think that's uh i think i think that's the name of the episode mm. but burn them inside godzilla that just makes sense <laughs> sounds good to me all right cool. bye-bye everybody see you next time <laughs>